0: I wish we could see some of the ones that were around back then.
1: Think to those snazzy new opening titles, even though, I, even though I fucked up with everything else. Hello, I'm back now. Oh, just oh, in time. Uh, what are we doing tonight?
2: Uh, uh, we could talk about the great reset and panic buying and how we don't have enough drivers, so there's going to be a run on fuel in petrol stations, so get your fuel whilst you can.
3: Thank you. have got
0: a question, Hobbit.
3: <I'll>
0: <laughs> Hello. Is that gas uh, station simulator worth a buy?
2: Oh, I really enjoyed it. I've it, heard it's actually pretty good. But funny enough, I um, when I got it, it's like uh, a special offer, like uh, 15% off. Offer ends in one minute and 30 seconds. Cool. So, I was like, so I looked at it and just thought, I'll buy it. And if I don't like it, because I thought normally I'd just watch a Let's Play or something. Yeah. I, you know I'll play it for about just under two hours and then get a refund but no I played it for three hours and really enjoyed it a uh, l- lot of fun so sorry. yeah I'll, I'll put it on my wishlist did you see then. did you oh, see so the I'm new titles
1: did you see the new titles that were kindly made for us by uh, Voodoo Media
2: no because I've literally been at the petrol station my mum's like can, can you buy me some petrol please oh, but you know pe- you know people
1: that. like your mum are actually creating the rush yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did sort of say, like, you know, if it wasn't for the news talking about it, maybe one or two petrol stations would be out of fuel, but then people wouldn't think any... But now there will be a panic because the media's created it and said, oh, it's not going to get any better because all the HDV drivers are retiring because it's a shit job and the hours are terrible and blah, blah, blah.
1: Well, it's not really a shit job. It's just the pay's pay's not, not good enough for the hours, is it?
2: Oh, I'm watching the titles now. It was flying saucers and that
1: and yeah it's pretty good um voodoo media says well, pretty cool intro great. you have there yeah I've got, i quite i liked it that uh, it was really good
3: actually yeah really, yeah
1: very fun
2: like, so. yeah oh but it's with the shitty old theme tune that's boring and dull i hate <laughs> it. that's the one i gave him <laughs> well v- voodoo media t- tell him like hemi to the uh, put his thumb out of his ass and ask for the
1: well, tell Ask me which me one. For... I'm not. I'm not giving him seven and making him make seven intros of
4: it.
2: Well, he, what if you just had like a video and then you could just play whatever music you want? Well, on I've top got of just it? a
1: video. I've got just a video, haven't I?
2: Yeah, and then you can play whatever <laughs> music you want on top of it.
1: Yeah, I could do that bit. You want me to do that next time?
2: Yes, yes. so I would like you to to do that thing next time. <laughs>
1: And <laughs> right have we decided yeah. have we decided what we're doing
2: um panic buying the end of civilization yeah let's go with the end of civilization because remember on tuesday i was doing volcano watch yeah well the palma volcano not stopped erupting it's still going and i heard that on the west coast of the usa rat island which is a volcanic island that's also erupting so I thought not, you were going to say
1: Rat Island has got like a load of rats on it oh, and they're uh, all going to swim away from the volcano and everyone's going to die of rats. There
2: in Australia as well, wasn't there, the other day? Well, I, I don't know what's going on in Australia because now it's illegal to stream anything from Australia. It's like, you'll be arrested if you're, if you're streaming and it's like, oh yeah, because what the police are definitely not going to do any nefarious shit. Uh, did we you've, show
0: the video? Hemi, did we show the video of that dude taking on the police? And um,
1: um, I showed I showed uh, something Australia. on I showed something on Tuesday. I can't remember what it was.
0: Uh, that that dude was going hell for leather, like he punched one copper moved on to the next one, moved on to the next one, and then the third one got spear job right in the middle of the stomach from his head. Like that was that was actually really fun to watch. Do you remember? um Do you remember when John Ruffio from the Proud Boys? Um
1: oh so shit. Like that that, do, that, do, that dude that dude had that dude had some brain damage, didn't he?
0: It was like that. It was like watching that. Like <laughs> oh the human centipede is a dangerous animal just as the guy's winding a punch up. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Oh that is the best video on the internet. <laughs> just watching like three and one Antifa's just gone straight unconscious and his mates grabbed him and dragged him off. The other ones tried to hit him with a bat and he took that to the arm, smacked that one straight out with an overhand right.
2: (laughs) So the thing is, not that we had streaming services back in the last Great Reset, but if we did, do you think we'd see the same sort of lawlessness and general madness that we're seeing now? Because I I, I think there's... I I think we're in unprecedented times. I don't think we've ever been in a situation before. Like, were they doing this sort of madness with the Spanish flu? Which I was also told didn't start killing people until they um, rolled out a vaccination for it. And that's what killed people.
4: I don't think they
0: necessarily had a choice because uh, the Spanish flu started while the entire world was basically at war with each other.
2: there was also the Panama Canal as well, but they're they're carrying on doing that thing. And, uh...
0: And then you had the uh, Great Depression. So, you know, the two might uh, coincide a little bit. Yeah. Recessions and pandemics seem to be an occurring, uh... Occurring incident.
5: Well,
2: what the the crazy thing with the uh, Great Depression is that in America, like, most people are rural and, um they were growing their own food and yet people were dying of starvation during the great depression now mostly everybody's an urbanite and you know even if you do live in the rural thing it's not as if you've got access to i mean i've got no garden even live i live in the countryside and it's just so, like, what do I do for food? Well, the answer is you—you you do desperate things if you're desperate. Yeah. You, you, you'll be like that Australian who was refused entry into a supermarket, so he, he just—he uh, stabbed a female copper to death. Oh, you know, uh, Yeah, and it's just uh. like,
4: well,
2: look—if if a man's hungry and he's not eaten for four days, and you're saying you can't come in here, sir, then you get what you fucking deserve. I, I I mean. Well, well I th- th- I thought
1: it was I thought it was the end of times a long while ago because there was there seemed to be like a spate of like women killing kids and children being murdered in fucking great sways. It just seemed very very fucking biblical at the time.
2: Oh, I remember that there was like saying like five years ago. It was weird to think 2016 was yeah. five years ago. But there's um this uh, town called Far Farmore. Um, they got a reservoir there. And Mm. I I, I was driving through it, and I just saw there was this, like, police uh, tape all around. And so I looked in, like, you know, far more news, and it's like, oh, yeah, a little six-year-old boy had been stabbed to death by his mother. Um, And you just like, that's why everybody in town's leaving all these flowers there, because it's like, it's an absolutely horrific killing of this little child by the mum. And I was like, what sort of society do we... And back then, at the time, I just thought, like there's no redemption for our place if we got mothers killing their children i mean they they always do all the time and they say what a great sacrament abortion is but you know the post-term abortion is still regarded by most people as a, a bad thing to do
0: well infanticide is uniquely a feminine um pastime like if you look at the statistics of it's not, it's not it's not you
1: it's not uniquely because
0: dads, dads kill, fathers
1: kill the kids all the time, though, don't they?
0: Uh, oh, especially yes, if the kids aren't theirs. But, but, women are more likely to kill the babies.
2: Yeah. Mm. I mean, there was that thing with the Prozac, where they were just calling it Prozac murders, and it's like the the women would be have postnatal depression. And it's like, try this new drug, Prozac. We've, we've not tested it, but, uh, you know, it's good for depression. That'll be and fine. Like, <laughs> That'll be <laughs> fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and, and then hilarious consequences happened. The police <laughs> were going to all these places where, like, babies have been smothered in their uh, cots by, by mothers. And the first thing the police would do, because pattern recognition was still allowed in the 1980s, was saying, like, <laughs> you've been on Prozac. Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. All right, come with us then. I oh, thought that pattern recognition was still allowed in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was. I mean, it, like, uh, I'm told you have to have a degree in public services in order to join the police force now, because they didn't want to have, like, the, you know, the... um What's, what's the, the sort of stigma associated to the Bobbies prior to the 1990s? Like, they were very... Um, you you know, like, oh, they were rough and they were willing to do physical harm to to never do ours and reprobates and we need a more professional police force. So why don't we get these dweebs that can do academic studies and have a degree in public services and they'll be a much better police force than what we've had before. And it's like, well... As much as I don't like the police, because see Australia, sometimes you actually need someone that does violence, but in the sanctioned way, in order yeah. to prevent people from doing unsanctioned acts of violence. It's just unfortunately the state seems to really like those unsanctioned acts of violence. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> really sorry nice. to be a black, black pilled bastard. I mean, you know, this. I I think like all of this stuff means that it's probably going to end soon. This is not sustainable, is it? That gives me hope.
6: Are you talking about Great Britain's new androgynous police force?
2: <laughs> well, that was part of it as well. We we're talking about pattern recognition and and uh, mothers killing their babies. And there was this thing in the 80s, Prozac murders where like uh, when Prozac was a newly prescribed drug, they they were giving it to the mothers and I remember Alex Jones talking about it. He says he says, you see SSRIs are same class of drugs as hallucinogens like LSD and mescaline it's like no they're not but I thought okay he, what he was saying is that they put you into a trance like state I don't know I haven't tried them and then you're like oh yeah you won't feel depressed because you're a zombie at best you just don't feel well anything.
1: you're like emotionless aren't you uh, you're, you're supposed yeah. to be emotionless when you're on it aren't you
2: ssris are like you
0: won't feel depressed yet, so i can't feel anything anymore
2: and yeah and then occasionally that just what results in a bouts of extreme psychosis and, and murder. <laughs> pretty
0: much what is love can i kill you could you sit still please well, it's, it's, just,
2: um, with it
1: it's like it's like the nine inch nail song isn't it you know I, I hurt myself today to see if i can feel
6: yeah. I, don't um, they not want to get laid after a while too
2: I I started wondering, like maybe with the women that do this, maybe it's because they're so like. Uh, I assume like the stereotypes are true. Women are emotional creatures, and they like to think and feel, and they certainly like to do a lot of feeling. So, if you've been on this drug which makes you emotionless and you don't feel anything, maybe the psychosis, is like if I kill my baby, I'll feel something. Yeah. Is is like, is that well, it?
0: Some sometimes there is things like that, like um. Uh, one thing I've noticed: what the fuck? Hold on, hold on. I, yeah. I,
1: I think I think Prozac murders might be bollocks because I, sh- I've just googled it and I've found one, two, three, four, five, six. the t- The top six search results say Prozac murders. The truth comes to light. All different. All different. All different. Um, all different websites with the same title, unless it's a book name
0: big do, farmer isn't to blame look we found all of this evidence I, I, I was going
2: to yeah. say, if you do a who is on those websites will it be like uh, run by Pfizer damage yeah, control who llc who paid for it
1: i one, one of them's john rappaport he's a he's a uh, idiot you do like you, don't like, you don't like you don't john don't like john rappaport, rappaport
0: is, john rappaport is a liberal idiot <laughs> Alex Jones would
1: have him on this show. Now. Oh, it's, oh, it's I found the link. They're oh, all all, right, written, mate, the, all the articles. All the articles are written by John Rappaport
0: Yeah, Rappaport's yeah. a wokey dope piece of shit Chill. these days. He's not Chill. what he used to be. Yeah, he's not what he was back in the day when he was on the Chappelle show. He's completely changed. He's trying to dox people now. But John Rappaport was on the Are you Chappelle talking show? about the
1: right Are you talking about the yeah, right yeah, person cuz this, back, this is the Rappaport, conspiracy kind guy of like isn't it?
0: David Icke.
2: Yeah because John Rappaport used to be on Alex Jones and talking about yeah. conspiracy let me find out if it's the same John Rappaport thing. Rappap- Rappap- Rappap-
1: No I think Rappap- it's somewhat I think it, I think there are two. Oh, no no, no
2: more fake news John Rappaport investigative yeah. in reporter And Does he that- looks at- a bit Detroit like Disney. that guy who says oh, looks white to me. Um so
0: how's it spelled? Is it J O H N or No, J-O-N. it's J O
2: N J O N J O N ah,
0: right, it's different guy
2: J-O-N. Fake News dot com and
6: uh, Yeah. He says like AIDS didn't exist or something like that.
0: <laughs> oh one of I've people,
3: heard people say that.
0: I love I love the AIDS denialist people. They are literal murderers.
1: Well, have, 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 you, have like, you ever yeah. had AIDS? <laughs> have you ever had AIDS? Had have you ever had AIDS? AIDS?
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm it not black, so. Oh, it I
0: haven't.
1: Me. I haven't had AIDS, but I believe in it. All right, all right then. <laughs> all
0: right, fake news. I've, I've, um, I've done a lot of research into the into the AIDS denialist movement
1: because I you used got to AIDS? AIDS? believe
0: that AIDS was fake. I used to believe AIDS? it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had everyone Everyone <laughs> who Funded And was in the Massive age Denialist movement Back in the Mid 90s Is now dead And they what died Ma- What about causes. Mm, What about my, what, my, what about
1: Mark Mark East, What about markov What about EastEnders he had, he had AIDS Have you um, EastEnders Hemi <laughs> Yeah What did Speaking I
0: say? Of, of, of <laughs> East of EastEnders EastEnders EastEnders
2: EastEnders EastEnders,
1: EastEnders? Oh. Cool. I'm, posh, I'm posh now, don't you know? Oh, <laughs> I, I hold my oh, pinky out oh, while oh, I'm drinking now. Oh, well. Wow. <laughs> I like <laughs> East h- like Henders. He's my favourite TV programme.
0: See, look, he spends five minutes with PPP and he's changed all of a sudden.
4: Heast yeah.
6: Henders.
1: Yeah, Have I'm you guys
6: good. ever done the That's Bullock show? It's kind of basic, but... me oh, That's up. Bullock... Just go through the hundred list like that's bullocks, World War two bullocks <laughs>
0: <Yeah>, now <laughs> no, we oh. don't touch World War two, we leave that,
1: yeah, we've had enough of World War two.
0: Yeah, we need that for the Nazi revisionists
2: my, my my, one my one gripe With World War Two is not, there's not enough Like historical documentaries done About that period of history no, Do
0: you know what my regret is? My regret is that I wasn't alive Back in those times so that I could keep It, it is a
1: conspiracy man. theory for you Lads, is World War Two a massive Distraction to keep your eyes off the rest of history Yes,
4: yes. <laughs> Guys, don't focus on history Absolutely. Focus on who should
0: have won World War Two. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) i don't care i
2: I still wonder how like all of the war uh, the world went to war because like some serbian assassin killed an archduke of austria and like okay now now france and england are allied against prussia because like this uh, duke got assassinated okay that that makes sense Oh, and Russia also is going to attack the Austrians because the, the this guy it's, it makes about as much sense as like yeah we've got to go to a war with Afghanistan for 20 years because we need to arrest this one man that done did a terrorism at some you know point what's
3: really odd about the like you know that that bit in history as well is why were the ottomans and the austro-hungarians on the same bloody side They've been fighting oh. each other for 500 fucking years.
2: How does that make sense? Why, why <laughs> would anyone uh, like, ally with the Turk roaches?
6: I love Thomas to annoy the American and British women with Russia. Like, mm, they're, not even, they're not
0: even Turks. It's, it's dishonest to call them Turks. They're Ottomans. They're still Ottomans. Like They, they persistently do Ottoman type shit.
5: Well, my understanding.
0: What do you mean? What do you mean?
1: You put your blankets in them?
0: Oh my gosh!
1: They're they, <laughs> they called uh... <laughs> ottoman because just ottomans doing I... ottoman stuff. Putting, oh, looking after people's blankets. Is that is that yeah, why they're called they ottomans? Because they used to look after yeah, people's blankets. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, they
0: built,
3: they built guns that are too big, right? That's <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, the, with the massive like um, yeah, the, the massive balls which are larger than the man because that is like how how, how do men load up? Not really. I
1: thought that, I thought I thought that was I thought that was an Iraqi supergun joke for a second. Does anyone remember the Iraqi supergun? Oh, I did I did get I did get, get you joke then, Madras.
6: Israelis yeah. wasted the doctor in a hotel. The guy who designed it.
3: Well, they have a problem, you see, because Constantinople had really thick walls and they were like, shit, at the time, like, how could we rewrite history to make the Ottomans win Constantinople? And so they came up with, oh, let's just build giant guns. <laughs> that's how they did it. You know? <laughs> so, that's my theory, anyway. So then they, just, the said then they did it again
1: in the 90s to frame yeah. Saddam Hussein, didn't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got a big gun, he could shoot England from there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah, the, the what? Destroy England in forty-five minutes? Mm. Because yeah, that makes sense. No, the forty-five
1: so- minute claim was later. The super gun was before that. Super gun was uh, Iraq War one, wasn't it?
2: Super gun, super gun, gun. flies through the air, That's kills all the people. The,
4: that famous like news footage of a guy
3: with the like polystyrene like missiles in it, like behind him. On the string or something, and he's like, "Oh, saying that these things are dangerous or <laughs> something." It's like a, they're clearly like props. Is that the one? What about?
1: Uh, no, no, no. The rocky no. the, the rocky super gun was where somebody bought some suspicious-looking pipe, and then they, and then the government <laughs> just went, "Oh, that, that's you um, can make a gun out of that," and then that was that. Um, so
5: it's a barrel.
1: <laughs> that's it, yeah, yeah. Ger- Gerald Bull. So the Supergun affair was a 1990 political scandal in the Uni- United Kingdom. They involved two businesses, Sheffield Forge Masters and Walter Su- oh, Walt- and Walter Summers. Gerald Bull, then members of Parliament, and Gerald Yeah, that's written really badly. Uh, then members of Parliament, Hal Miller and Nicholas Ridley, the UK UK's intelligence service. What this is written so badly.
3: Did the, did, the, did the
1: Iraqis write it Is that why it's written? it seems like it right so the Supergun listen to this the Supergun affair was a 1990 political scandal in the United Kingdom that involved two businesses comma Sheffield Sports Forgemasters and Walter Summers comma Gerald Bull comma then then in brackets members of parliament Hal Miller and Nicholas Ridley comma the UK's intelligence service comma it's, it's awful it's just written so badly a failed pro- oh, When you
2: get done with that article, I've got one which re- really is a turn up for the books. So I wasn't sure whether to save it for an episode of JDLE or Fortean, but it's about Snopes.
1: Oh uh, yeah, if you search Snopes for "is is the bloke who runs Snopes a rapist," do you reckon that'd be a a, a yes or a no?
2: I, it mostly false
1: <laughs> Canadian engineer Gerald Bull became interested in the possibility of using super guns in place of rockets to insert payloads into orbit he lobbied for the start of Project Harp to investigate this concept in the 1960s using paired US Navy, US Navy 16 inch slash 50 caliber mark 7 gun barrels welded end to end three of these 16 inch slash 100 406 mil guns were in place one in Quebec Canada another in Barbados and the third near Yuma in Arizona Harp was later cancelled and Bull turned to military designs eventually developing the GC45 howitzer some years later Bull interested Saddam Hussein in funding Project Babylon the objective of this project is not certain but one possibility is that it was intended to develop a gun capable of firing an object into orbit from whence it could drop onto any place on the earth Gerald Bull was assassinated in March 1990 terminated development and the parts were confiscated by British customs after the world war we don't need to know who, who assassinated all we need to know is he, he was assassinated <laughs>
6: hmm. sorry about
1: that oh no no it's fine I, I was talking about the super anyway so
6: Oh, it's the same guys who assassinate every fucking guy. Mossad. (laughs) Mossad. (laughs) And then they came close to getting a react and they blew it away. Mm. Credit when creditors do. But I have to ask you guys this question. Is Saddam, was Saddam Hussein smarter than Boris Johnson?
1: Uh, Boris Boris is still alive, so maybe. Yeah
6: got to give him that totally same haircut style i think
1: oh you you never guess who didn't want this you never you you guys will never guess who didn't want the super gun made Okay. I, have a quote from, <laughs> I have a quote from former Israeli artillery chief Avraham Bar David. He says, the Iraqi don't have super, super uh, superiority over Israel. The solution they can have is the super gun. It has such long ranges, it's going to hit strategic targets like Israel. Well, we were told they were going to fire at us. <laughs> of
4: course.
1: Did they really say that? yeah that's 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 what uh abraham bar david said
6: we're gonna like take the super gun and hit like parliament or big ben or some shit
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
6: and then tarik aziz would come on and brag about you stupid british <laughs>
1: this,
6: the, this, was o-
1: this was overkill he was shot twice with seven with a 762 in the neck fucking hell they're so trying to take so his head saying- off yeah, it must uh, have been.
3: He, he, uh, <laughs> fucking super guns. <good.
1: laughs> oh, right.
3: What is this Was- Warhammer 40k where everyone's just got a fucking planet killer? Yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the
6: Germans were working on a super duper giant tank, right? They had a big
1: Oh, typ- that's typical! That's typical. i have just find. I find out who's, who, who was on the list to kill to kill Gerald Bull, Hobbit, among others. This this list includes Lady Thatcher and a few boat folks from the Belgian Deep State. Fucking typical.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Belgian Wait, Deep State. What is, what is the Belgian Deep
3: State? <laughs> the fucking local butchers.
1: Hobbit, Hobbit. We can you tell us what the, the Belgian, Belgian deep state
2: <laughs> Absolute, absolutely not. You're forbidden from knowing. It's not for outsiders.
1: Hobby, <laughs> Hobbit, can you confirm or deny if you're part of the Belgian deep deep state?
2: No, no fucking comment.
6: <laughs> Why is the chocolate so good there?
2: Uh, well, you see, it's the, the tears of the Congolese children in every bite.
1: <laughs> but this, this, this dude, this dude here, he says, nevertheless, I will give the Belgian investigators some credit. They did not rule Gerald Bull's death as suicide. <laughs> so here's uh oh oh declassified FBI facts from Brussels to FBI director. So this is April 9th nineteen ninety. So it says page four de par. 0011 secret and then crossed out. So I don't think it's secret anymore. Uh, being assassinated by either the Iranians, the Israeli Mossad, the British M16 on the CIA. Sorry, MI6. Although Legat Brussels knows of... I, I believe yeah. that was known
2: as the British Lee Enfield self-loading rifle.
1: Yeah, I L1 think it A1. was. <laughs> yeah.
2: although, Le, yeah. although
1: Legat Brussels... I, look, look, I started talking about Legat Brussels, he start talking over me and trying to trying to put me off. All to Brussels. We we all know you're a Belgian. You've given it away now, Hobbit. We know you're a Belgian <laughs> you're deep great. deep state deep state. Chaos. <laughs> yeah. Although Legat Brussels knows of no evidence surfaced thus far substantiating any of these claims, the U.S. ambassador here has authorized embassy officers to interview redacted on his return to belgium from redacted funeral in canada this will be a low key interview to elicit any information redacted may have regarding the bull, regarding the bulls dealings in iraq to develop leads in the case which could of course be passed to belgian or author, belgium authorities and also to obtain any positive intelligence regarding the bulls knowledge of iraqi webs weapons development particular nuclear particular nuclear as well as biological and chemical welfare uh, capabilities. Uh, Nico Station, Brussels, has expressed no active interest in the matter. However, the Defence Intelligence Agency, DIA, contingent within the Defence Attaché's office, has been requested to obtain background on the companies and individuals with whom Bull was associated, which are listed above. There you go. Mm.
2: So two things come to like whilst whilst you're doing that. One, the Snopes article, oh boy, and um, also you, know, you really giants... don't want to talk
1: about the Belgian Belgian <laughs> date date, do you, Hobbit?
3: Yeah, no, he just he's done whiskey <laughs> Sorry,
2: just like, my my mind completely blanks when it's like when you're talking about the, the Belgians, and I'm just like, yeah, they're they're alright people, good food, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all you got to say about them. <laughs> It actually
6: says Clown X sucks in some of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: I don't think there's anything I hate worse than Snopes. I feel like it's written directly at me.
5: Anything <laughs> Clown X believes.
2: You ever seen that, yeah. that Simpsons episode where Homer opens the fortune cook and it says always believes the opposite of what Snopes says? <laughs> <laughs> So, and they had
6: um, a lot of emotional invective at the begin at the end of it, too. There's no chance.
2: Uh, do we want to do a Snopes Do we want to do this? this
1: um, hey, hold on a minute. You didn't part. want me to get to this part. In March of 1990, the, on the eve of the Gulf War, Saddam Hussein's top weapon <laughs> scientist, Gerald Bull, was hard at work on a secret supergum when he was assassinated. Where was Gerald Bull assassinated, Hobbit? Um...
2: It doesn't sound like a very Arabic name, Jerry. <laughs> <hotel. laughs> <Yeah>, Belgium Hotel.
1: <laughs> Belgium. Yeah. Belgian
2: effing hotel. Yeah. <laughs> what is The local
3: street market in
5: Belgium. Yeah. Uh, Belgium Hotel. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Okay. Belgium headquarters for the World
2: Diddler Organization or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it,
3: it was up
2: until oh, the 19- was it. it was <laughs> up until the 1990s, and then it got relocated to Israel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. It doesn't say all. It, no, it was. I was in a hotel. It was. He's his, outside his apartment in Brussels, in Belgium, in 1990.
6: Would you guys at least admit that Saddam was more macho than Boris Johnson?
1: Definitely.
2: Well, put it this way Saddam so Hussein could walk into a public crowd and everyone's firing AK 47s fully automatic into the air. And he never got shot. Fucking do you think hell. Bull was shot,
1: shot? was shot the, twice in the neck and three times in the back. Fucking hell. They weren't messing about, were they?
6: Boris was really killed by COVID 19 and he's an actor now. That's what I
2: heard. You think so? It's Gerard Depardieu. Yeah, well, I, I think it's almost like a case. Like, if you ever played Deus Ex, like um, all the politicians there are infected with the disease called the Grey Death, and they get given um, regular shipments of Ambrosia, which is the antidote, but it only lasts for forty-eight hours. So the politicians have to do exact, absolutely everything versa life, which is definitely not fictitious depiction of Pfizer. Um, otherwise, uh, they'll just like, oh, sorry. Your uh, next scheduled Ambrosia shipment's not going to arrive, but I'll die without it. Oh, too bad. So, um, that's Deus Ex, a game from 2000, which I should really replay at some of these points, just stream. Um... You
3: keeping the meme alive, aren't you? Every time someone talks about Deus Ex, you have to install it, aren't you?
2: <laughs> I... I... I, I've got it on my computer and actually do I have it on my computer no I don't. Oh I could download like, it. How
3: do I install Deus Ex right now? <laughs> I,
2: I I did like, I think I played it on the New Year's of two thousand and twenty and because someone said like if you play like on New Year's of two thousand and twenty at this time, then when this scene takes place the briefing then it's going on at exactly the same time. Did you so know the, the CIA game.
1: has an assassination manual? No. The no most, def- really? the most no efficient. Oh, just
0: this, it. this is. You don't say.
1: This is the. Fa- the, third the, the, best
6: the most. One after you guys and the Israelis.
1: <laughs> the most efficient accident in simple assassination is a fall of 75 feet or more onto a hard surface. That's from the, the CIA assassination manual
0: did that what I they did to uh, dude that was trying to spill the whistle on um Like that they were using psychotropic drugs on um soldiers without their knowledge. Didn't that dude take a bit of a tumble out of a 75th story window?
1: <laughs> yeah, but that was an accident. He slipped on the soap.
0: What was his name? Was it <laughs> Dr. Olson case. Yeah, that might be it actually, yeah. It's a real case. The family even got some money. Yeah, it was a hotel or money. something, wasn't it? He took a tumble from a hotel window, magically by accident. Gave
6: him a lo- load of that stuff.
0: <laughs> well, he had all the evidence, didn't he? He had all of the evidence on like MK Ultra and stuff, and then he just magically killed Hello himself. Out of a window. <laughs> yeah, he magically fell out of a window, magically on purpose. Whoops! Still can't
6: believe 15. that guy all the time uh, from the UK, Doctor Dave kelly i saw a number of things he was like never kill myself the the best thing
1: the best thing and i remember this actually being said on the news was at the time um somebody said uh david kelly said if all the if all this goes wrong i'll be found dead in the woods and that meant he was and that obviously meant he was going (laughs) to commit suicide (laughs) i heard a bbc (laughs) journalist say that
4: that's awesome. Scopes
6: <laughs> said, <laughs> "False, false." According to Scopes, false. Never happened.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, true. Yeah.
0: The Doctor David Kelly one is such a wah. Like they weren't even really trying to hide it, either, were they? Like they just don't care.
1: They, I, I think they've got <laughs> to the yeah, point. They're, they're like, the like a fucking. They're like a rabid animal now. The government just don't care. Lewis Black put it best. He, he said, uh, he said, he said, the thing between government and uh, corporations said it used to be a, a clandestine thing. It said, said it used to be you, you'd be it'd be like you were you were standing out, standing outside a hotel and you'd be like, I oh, know f- I know someone's fucking in there somewhere. And then and then he said he said now he said they're just like two fucking horny dogs just fucking in front of you. <laughs>
6: I mean, I mean, that's right. Yeah. I, I don't even wrong. want to it's joke wrong, about this
2: stuff anymore. With with the the stuff that the Australian governments do. I mean, you know, today it's Australia, but I mean, tomorrow it could quite easily be here. And frankly, Wait, I... he
3: is here. What are you on about?
1: Yeah. But we it's do we big do big seem to have escaped a lot of the insanity, don't we? I mean, the pure insanity. Uh- that's going Something on in is, Australia. Is, is, is
2: brutal as the Australian, but I mean the Australian yeah. police right now. I mean, if, like if you're not wearing a mask, they will rugby tackle and smash your face into the
1: ground Did, and crack your skull. Didn't we have that last
3: year? <laughs> didn't we have that last year? Like.
1: The police aren't uh, shooting us with live ammunition. I don't know, they were more like they were more like jobsworths last year. They just hassled you, didn't they? They weren't really like attacking. I suppose the closest you could get was um do you remember the riots when it was like the BLM rioters and they were turning up in baseball caps and they were happy clappy and hey, would you mind going this <laughs> way, sir? And then, and then when it and then when it was the white people protecting the monuments, it was like a full riot gear, smash the fuck yeah. out of anybody or- moving.
0: Oh fucking TSG oh, yeah. and everything! Yeah, like, yeah.
6: Oh shit! <laughs> I like how they have like forty guys in their military and they want to take on China.
3: Oh,
1: the you Belgians! Know. Yeah, no. The Belgians. It's gonna end badly, isn't it? Uh, isn't, there, isn't there a food right in, um, in Soylent Green when they, when they just come along with like a garbage truck and they just like scoop people up into it and flick them into the back?
2: That's what's going to be happening in Australia tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> for your safety. For your safety, yeah.
3: Yeah. How and, then,
5: many, and, then, and then the how next many, day they'll
3: be at war with Oceana, yeah.
5: If they We've did that to somebody for not Oceania.
6: wearing a mask, wouldn't the American chicks be like, yeah, it's justified, they ran him over with the bulldozer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he didn't
6: have a mask on. <laughs>
1: I see, yeah, you, you, guys in America seem to be like the colonies seem to be suffering really badly. Like, like America, Canada, and uh, and Australia, they're all suffering really badly. I mean, a I, oh they like, it's pretty much over now, isn't it? I, you don't see many people with a mask on anymore.
0: Whereas America um, has gone
6: fucked. Oh no! no all, the, all it's all back on. It's all coming back on. But, yeah. you know, it's fatigue. Well, I, I'm kind of doing it, but if they're you're supposed to wear them, and they're, now they're back to it. I don't know; it doesn't make any sense. So as far called, as I know, it. Husband,
4: yeah. is she,
1: is she uh, Jaffin, Jaffin, the chat says, except Jaffin Jaffin Joseph Smith. Time. Jaffin, the chat <laughs> says, except Joseph Smith. Dum 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 dum. If
0: you if you if you go back and you watch, like, I don't recommend it because you'll get brain damage. But if you go back and watch Joe Biden's speeches and everything, he always says, "Ah." Oh, they said I can't say this. They told me to not say this. They're going to be angry with me. day, <laughs> Joe? Joe? I don't know much they? about
2: the Mormon faith, but I'm guessing part of it includes gay anal rape because Jeff saying you better not shout, you better not cry, bite that pillow hobbit, I'm coming in dry. Uh... Anti-Catholic, pro-trans propaganda. Yes. Yeah. I, 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 I guess that was in the book like, of Lehi yes. or Mihai
3: no it was in it was in it was in too deep that's the book of
2: <laughs> yeah so um so snopes then rape rape on the uh, first rape. show
0: uh rape. Fuck oh, so. rape. 43 minutes 43 minutes into the show guys
2: yeah, Just... but it's rape, it's rape, spooky rape, 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 rape. it's spooky related because
0: it's, it's
4: like <laughs> Spooks,
2: sp- Spooks co-founder, sorry, Snopes co-founder Dave Mickelson accused of rape by wife.
4: Uh, so,
2: rape song. That's Dave mostly Mikkel- false. Oh.
1: That's mostly false.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, it's mostly false. Okay. It's Dave Mickelson. False. Co-founder and CEO of fact-checking website Snopes. <laughs> Citation <laughs> needed.
4: Citation <laughs>
1: needed. Fact-check. Fact hold on, hold on. I've checked. I've checked up. Snopes most uh, sm- Snopes and fact-checking. That's mostly false. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: been
2: it's been accused of rape by his estranged wife in a bombshell Facebook post. Alyssa Young is the second wife of Dave Mickelson were they like really fat and have cats they married in november 2016 and split at some point in 2020 oh. in a september the 9th in the 9th of september 2021 facebook post young alleges that mickelson repeatedly raped her when they were together she also claims that mickelson used gaslighting techniques mostly false to make her think she was crazy and is now ignoring her ever since she threatened to take legal action against him in the post which is archived here, Young claims that when they were together, Mickelson raped me every morning when she reported Mostly him false. to a therapist. Yep. Dave, Dave would allegedly tell them that she was on drugs. The worst thing about COVID-19 for me personally is how complete my comprehension is that if I were to contract it, I would die utterly alone. My parents are completely self-absorbed narcissistic pieces of work, only concerned with their emotional blackmailing and their narcissistic supply. My own mother, who was once the director of the Pierce Country Rape Relief, now is lay leader of the world for Methodist Church, doesn't want to disrupt her happiness with my rich husband, who quite honestly raped me every morning. By right, engaging with me only while I was asleep and curled for a tearful years. Oh, I can't do that voice for the rest of it. And yes, I honestly, I... raped me every morning. The most it... believable sentence I've ever heard in my life. Yes, uh, and yes, I regularly sobbed to him to stop. And his therapist was what was going on. I went to multiple therapists and I to- oh, went to multiple the rapists and told them what was happening but they decide upon speaking with david mickelson that i was on drugs and that i was the problem not the raping i went to multiple lawyers all of which were happy to take my savings and then tell me how wonderful david was and that i should not pursue domestic violence charges
0: he
4: refuse to community- ask
2: herself if she was the problem yeah <laughs> I've I've been to 109 the rapists, but they say they all say I'm the problem. He 109
0: psychiatrists
2: sent her away.
0: <laughs>
3: I, I just like that. She, only she's real been... in her mind.
1: So Fucking like, hell! Did, just... did you know Wikipedia has a list of assa- assassinated persons?
2: Oh, do do they include Snopes in the <laughs>
0: list
1: not, <laughs> not yet not
0: yet <laughs> is <Belgium laughs> Saddam Hussein in there. I don't know. I'm
1: just gonna. Belgium's, <laughs> not uh, Belgium's not on here bastards.
0: Belgium's not on it. Slide back. So, what's, what's, what's the Belgium, the subject, Belgium?
1: deep deep state have been for. Oh, don't know. Sorry, I found Europe. It's okay. Belgium list of assassinations in Europe Germany. has its own place. Belgium, right? Let's have a look at assassinations in Belgium.
0: Belgium just claimed it was Germans. Oh, no, there's only there's Germany. only
1: been five. The, the, the Dutch
0: Charles the <laughs> First, Count
1: of Flanders. Hacked to death by oh, knights wow. with broadswords at Saint Donation's Cathedral. Brutal. Julian Lahut, chairman of the Communist Party of Belgium, was was uh, killed Cap- by Belgian royalists. Was shot in his hometown wow. of Sarang. Based. Well, well, well. based. Probably.
0: A face tanky killed by fucking royalty. Imagine my shot
1: 1950, yeah. that was. 1971, Maximiliano Maxi, Maxi G- G- Gomez, a Dominican communist leader, was poisoned by his lover in Brussels, and then Gerald Bull <laughs> in 1990, and then 1991, Andre Coals, the Belgian politician, was killed in Liège. Liège. A socialist. I tell you, they don't like communists in fucking Belgium, do they?
2: No, they they do not. That's uh, <laughs> that four out of,
1: four out of the five people assassinated in Belgium communists.
2: Well, there was that thing that, like saying that of of all the uh, non-German regiments, the Wallons SS brigade was the most notorious for uh, most confirmed communist kills and uh, flaying alive of Russians. They they were. Um, they weren't they weren't notorious but whilst we're on the subject of belgium and we had if we were to compile a top 10 list of most prolific anti-semites in belgium it would be no, top of your list i think probably. leon leon de grail would probably no not me no I'm, i love all <laughs> jews i'm paid by them don't you know
4: no we all love. i
2: think <laughs> leon de grail would probably be somewhere in the top 10. he, he definitely would but did you know who the, the creator of uh, the smurfs peo He's Belgian, but his father's English. So his name, I think it was... Um, Peter, oh, I, I looked at it yesterday. It was a name like Galliard or something, or G- Gold Goldchamp, and I thought, that's not a very Belgian name. Maybe just find out. what. Because the thing is, he's been accused of anti-Semitism before, because it's basically like Gargamel is a Jew that wants to harvest the Smurfs' blood, and he creates a female golem called Smurfette to try and seduce them all with pornography and it doesn't work because Papa Smurf is I thought, what about Pimfort
1: um, what what's his name? Pim for tune? Yeah.
2: m14 is Dutch.
1: Oh yeah. Well um, right, that's alright then. That's probably why he's not yeah. on the list. He, they don't count as human, do they?
2: No, no, they don't.
1: So uh Pia- I you, Pia- Fuck Pia- me. My uh, Mossad's busy in, in in France, isn't it? There's one, two, three. Uh, Jewish Remembrance Commando. I think we can count that as... You know, Francois Duprat, a neo-fascist right, was killed by Jewish Remembrance Commando. What the fuck are they? Jewish Remembrance Commando? Oh, basically, what?
3: like... Jewish Remembrance
1: welcome. Commando! Let's start <laughs> What is...
3: Doug, Doug, <laughs> girl, what is... Jewish, <laughs> Jewish
1: Remembrance, Remembrance Commando. They're eventually gonna
6: get all of us, man.
2: M14 was assassinated?
5: Right. I thought he had a heart attack.
3: Oh, oh, it's a Jewish commando three troop. Ten commandos. The fuck?
5: Are they commandos? You you have a look at the, have a look I at just this want to ask, what is Hobbit? How can then. Hobbit
6: do such a good imitation of French guys?
1: It's a, Fr- a dirty French. Sorry. That's why. Yeah, that's
2: why. Oh, Rachel Smith's name is Pierre Calderford, and his father <laughs> is was um, English. Yeah, you I just could put, not.
1: I just put it in general. In it, just have a look at how many how many like Mossad assassinations have gone on in France. They really need to get a handle on fucking Mossad in France. They really do.
2: Well, uh, in France, it's illegal to say um, J- Jews assassinate French politicians. It's illegal to criticise the president. Um, and I think that was even put in before uh, Francois Hollande came, came into power. Um, no, no, sorry, Nicolas Sarkozy, because that people were saying, hang on, aren't you a Hungarian Jew? What are you doing ruling France? And he was like, ah, off to Gulag with him. He's just criticised me. <laughs> And that's anti-Semitic. And then people's like, "What do you mean it's anti-Semitic?" Ah, oh, you're asking why it's anti-Semitic? Well, off to prison with you too. No, <laughs> criticize the president. I d- imagine you live in a country where it's illegal to criticize the president. I mean, you know, if it was Cuba or somewhere, I could understand it. But France, I mean, France is supposed to like, you know, I mean, like when you think of France, you don't think like, oh yeah, that's a third world dictatorship, but.
1: Right. did you know it did you know in nineteen ninety five fatty Fati Shikaki was killed killed by Mossad in Malta? Yeah, so Mossad literally said said lip up Fatih.
6: I just noticed that how Hobbit can the pronounce the French names a little bit too good. He
1: does it very good. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it, it's it's almost as if I've had like you know experience living in the continent with these filthy continentals, and some of it's rubbed off on me. Mm. I think you
4: yeah. yeah, a,
2: a
6: Belgian, Illuminati.
3: Yeah, it seems Jewish uh, Remembrance Commandos were uh, like a unit of like Jewish. It's basically like uh, what's that film? Oh, Inglourious um, Bastards. They're basically that.
1: Oh, I, well, I thought you gonna I thought you were going to say. Um, that other film uh w- munich uh, isn't 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 wow. that mute isn't that to related to that film munich <laughs> yeah so you remember you remember when the iraq was it the iraqi were they iraqi iranians uh held the yeah. held the um the jewish the israeli olympic squad on a plane didn't they and killed a few of them so then um, so then you- go on then
2: I, I know it's it, like the the shenanigans of the Belgians are fascinating, and I think David Icke covered it in one of his books. What like, the, the fuck?
1: I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, United Kingdom assassinations uh, 2016. Joe Cox, member of Parliament for Batley and Spen, that was an assassination, apparently.
2: Yeah, yeah. She because like the guy did a Nazi salute and said Britain first, and yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Re-
2: remember that? <laughs> I got memory hold. But, yeah. as much as it's interesting talking about the shenanigans Belgium gets up to, like, all my life I've grown up, like, the first thing, the first word I always said was Snopes is fake news. Mm. And, you know, way back in the 1980s, when back before the internet, <laughs> anyway. um, So, like, I really would like to have my vindication story about Snopes, I've almost finished it, right? So. Um, David's first marriage ended in bitter divorce after his first wife, Barbara Mickelson, alleged that David misappropriated company funds and prostitutes. Alyssa was an escort and porn star, according to the Daily Mail, before marrying David. is around the time Snopes was hired by Facebook to censor content on the platform.
1: Imagine marrying a porn TV star TV? that don't fuck. That's that's pretty bad luck, isn't it?
2: Well, I just yeah. like the fact that His first wife divorced him because he was spending money on hookers because she's a fat, disgusting blob. And, like, he buys, like, a whore, and she doesn't want to be a whore. And she's crying, and he's like, yeah, baby, I like it when you cry. And she was like, oh, don't do it. And, you know, doing that pretend thing, like, when they're pretending they don't like it, but they don't stop you. And then, like, yeah, I don't want to carry on. Hang on, I recognize that name. Sean Al Tata Bata Yeah, he was on um he was on that David Icke thing. Uh remember he did that TV was? show? The people's voice. Well this thing I'm this website I'm reading is called News Punch and this the article about Snopes is by Sean adol Tata Tata It's some um, Arab name. Tati Bai. And yeah, Tati Bai. And he he was on um I remember seeing the People's Voice. It was this thing in 2013, and uh, you know, it was supposed to be like, oh, you know, breaking through the things. And of course, David dyke was like, well, we can't accept any of these advertisers because they don't meet our stringent, you know, uh, like ethics. So <laughs> the channel just went tits up and closed after a couple of months.
1: Is that the one oh. where the cameras went missing and stuff?
2: Oh, I'm sure lots of stuff got misappropriated. The best thing probably to come out of it was the fact that he gave his son Gareth a, a music show where he got his friends on to do various acts, and, uh, you know, that, that, that was fun. And, um, there, was a, there was a few things from it which were quite good, actually, but, yeah, just... It's all gone. I don't understand why he didn't just do it as a bunch of YouTube channels, you know, uploading various bits of content just saying, like...
4: Yeah.
2: Um, that's also where I had windows on the world. I mean, that guy's pretty good because before Crime Bodge was a thing, there was Mark Windows. I've got to dudes. say,
1: there, there's, a, there's a quote there's a quote on, uh, on d Live. Nobody expects the anti-Semitic inter- inquisition. <laughs>
4: <That's
1: tickling me. laughs>
4: it's just It'll like fucking gold. France.
1: France need to get their shit together. Mossad are walking all over them.
2: Well, it, 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 that I'm not sure if you ever saw the news story, but basically, the, the French general he's there, and uh, then there's that that guy who you know with the curly hair and the very long hooked nose, and he's just like spitting key at him, key key, uh, which is French for who, and he says, "Oh, there's a group uh, which are responsible for this, the ones we're not allowed to criticise, and the thing is." He, that journalist was spitting, demanding he name them, say Key, all the time. But if he had actually like named them, he would have been arrested because it's illegal to criticize Jews in France. And I'm I'm not making that up. I'm not. I mean it's it's illegal to criticize the president, and it's just a coincidence that the president happened to be a Hungarian Jew at the time. And it's still illegal to criticize the president because Macron, as far as I know, is not a Hungarian Jew but he's not seen fit to rescind the law that someone could, say, be in a cafe in somewhere in France and say, your president is a homosexual granny shagger, why did you vote for him? And if somebody took offence to that, you could be arrested for it. So, I mean, if I I was to go in a cafe in France and people have my accent saying that and just be like, oh, the stupid roast beef, let's call the police on him. So, I would never say such a thing, but I'm just saying as hypothetical. If you were to say, I disagree with the president, then off, off to jail with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think as shit as our country is, I'm starting to realize, like, it's not as shit as some other places. And that. Well,
0: we should that just got let to the up. Nazis have free reign over
2: from. What a bunch of cunts. Well, kind of did. I mean, the, the Vichy government was like, "Yeah, come on over, guys." I wish we'd have
0: just stayed in England. Like, we should not have bothered to go over there and help do you know them
2: what? their country. Funny enough, there was quite, quite a
0: few flag merchants.
2: There was quite a few people saying that this isn't our war. We don't need to get involved with. Let's it, just pull our troops back from Dunkirk and be done with it.
3: Yeah, fuck
0: France. Like it's not our problem that France decided they were going to hold up a fucking white flag to Nazi Germany.
1: Well, they fucked up up with the Maginot line, didn't they?
0: Yeah, we warned them what would happen. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. And we were like, no, they're going to come through the Black Forest again, just like they did last time. And they're like, no, 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 no. no. We are sophisticated. Uh, You (laughs) do not know what you're talking about. Uh, Where did they come through, France? Oh, yeah. Came through Belgium, didn't they? Through the Black Forest.
3: I have a feeling the French are only good for one thing and that's being on the attack.
5: But... <laughs> They're only good at surrendering.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I mean I mean, Bonaparte didn't I mean you know Bonaparte may have not done too bad right. Considering Didn't, didn't that, his uh, son
0: end up fighting for the British. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Mate, I bet Napoleon was spinning in his grave.
3: They <laughs> built you an empire.
0: Look what you do.
3: Throw it away and get like put in the fucking prison as well, right?
0: Was it World War One that um?
1: Get in the Bastille.
0: Was it Napoleon? Was it uh, World War One that Napoleon's son fought in for the British? No,
3: Napoleon was like eighteen, twelve, eighteen. Yeah, might have been
1: his grandson then. Didn't have a grandson. Probably. Didn't have a grandson, did, yeah. He? Yeah. 18- a grandson, did he? I thought we'd already been over this. We took
3: his,
0: we took his family and educated. Uh,
3: magical him. year of eighteen
0: <laughs> twelve. <laughs> like the French don't like to mention that that we took in Napoleon's family after he abandoned them and we raised them like they were basically our own.
2: In, in addition to that stuff. Do you ever find it interesting, like with the the uh, the, the Egyptian campaign that I did? His like chief engineer looked at the pyramids, and said, "There's enough stone in those pyramids that you can make a a six meter tall wall around the entire perimeter of France." And I mean, it takes like ten hours in a modern car on the motorway to drive from one end of France to the other. I don't know how much stone that is, but that is I. How, what that's that's an insane. I've never been to the pyramids, so I can't say like how much stone that is, but that's insane. Oh, and apparently, there's like um, at the top of the pyramids, there's various French soldiers have carved their names into the top stones. So, good, good, good on those guys.
1: <laughs> I thought you wanted to talk about the volcano, didn't you, Robert? Did you want to talk about the volcano? <laughs>
2: I do want to talk about the volcano, but you know, there's all these uh, other things as well. And um, uh, I, I really need to stop looking at this this fat guy called Nick Avocado. That's just. Oh, stop his. it. Why yeah, are you hurting
0: yourself like that,
2: Hobbit? Because yeah, somebody posted the screenshot of his newest video called My New Life as a Disabled Person. It's like, uh- yes, yeah, self inflicted disabilities, eating himself to death. Being um, fat isn't a disability; it's called laziness. Yeah. Well, no, no, he he actually works very hard at being fat because he eats like an incredible <laughs> amount every day. I mean, have you I'm seen not the sh- four pictures. Yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> it, I, it, I'm just I'm gobsmacked at how much he can put away in a single sitting. It's disgusting. I know, right? Um. There's been a number of things this year which is very, very unusual. I mean, before I talk about the volcanoes, the fact that the Suez Canal had a ship ground ground there called Evergreen, Event Given, Evergrande nobody really knows what the name is. Even oh, hold on. How about, the, how about like this
1: everything? one? This, this kind of relates... This is... Because I'm just flicking through my big book of the paranormal. I just found... During the reign of Charlemagne, 9th century AD, an enormous block of ice, 990 cubic feet of it, fell from the sky. What? Yeah.
5: How? Not Don't
1: this
5: know. one again. Oh, no, it's going to I get eyes falling from oh, the sky again. again. It,
3: it bounced up and down. Did until they it vibrate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It went up, it and right? until it up,
1: up and down. They bumped up and down, don't they? Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing
2: they were doing renovations on the firmament down, and yeah. so like a bit of it snapped off and fell to earth. Um, but no, so not not once has uh, that event happened before, and like you, you know, it just. The, the, it's very unusual that it did happen the first time. And a lot of people then were saying it was a deliberate act of sabotage. But then, in the space of a few more months, there was another ship that ground in that area. Um, then we had the unusual forest fires that happened all the place. Now, some people could say, oh, well, that's, you know, drought and this and that. But then there was that thing in British Columbia where it was 45.2 degrees Celsius. Oh, and British Columbia is like it's in north canada it's in the mountains it's not known for being a warm place it was Oof. that was insane
1: how about and this one so- then at Akel, a village in norfolk england small toads fell from the skies in such fast numbers that the local people were greatly inconvenienced you listen to this next bit in october 1863 it was reported the villagers had to sweep them up by the bucketful for burning so they like just fucking burned them bastards <laughs>
2: And the French, meanwhile, just be like, yeah. oh, "That's perfectly good food." What a fucking
1: waste. waste! What a fucking waste! That's what the French would be saying, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's like way,
2: it? quelle horreur! Um, but yeah, yeah. So now we had the unusual forest fires. We had the usual thing that somebody—I don't remember who—but said that they've restarted harp. Um, not just the one in Alaska, but this harp in. I don't Mexico, think
1: they ever China, stopped it though, did they? Russia. Well, well, that was definitely the thing. I mean, they would definitely do it during the storms that battered fucking the eastern, eastern seaboard, did not they? Well,
2: yeah, we had the very unusual floods, like all around the world, China, Europe, it was all flooding. And near where my cousin was, there was heavy flooding as well. And because uh, so I was asking him, I, I, I showed him a video. I was like, hey, look, I found this video on Telegram, sorry, Terroristogram, near you. And the, and the first one I listened to it was like, is that actually my cousin? Because I was listening I thought, hang on, no, but the accent is the same because, like, they're literally, fr- that's the town next door. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there was the flash flooding and now we've got La Palma, which has been dormant since 1971. And it has been, uh, last week, there was a whole bunch of earthquakes in the Canary Islands. Now what erupted,
1: island is it then, and, Hobbit? What island's the volcano so on? That's on Grand it, Canaria, isn't it?
2: no it's the island of la palma because at first i thought it was gran
1: oh the island uh, of la palma it,
2: the island of la palma it's um yeah because la palma i think is a town in gran canaria right oh, i don't know yeah that's I, uh, that's that's, that's la- what's
1: confusing me yeah
2: um yeah yeah it's it's a bit unusual. I imagine like you had a, a town called the Isle of Wight in in England, and it's like well you talking about the Isle of Wight or Are you talking about the Isle of Wight uh <laughs> but anyway, the island of la palma it's been uh spewing um uh lava since Saturday and it's not stopped um they're evacuating the island, and I was talking with a friend who lives on the east Coast and Actually, what they said, what I thought was quite sensible, they said, "I'll worry about it when Al Gore sells his his uh, shorefront properties. Uh, then, then you know, it's time to up sticks yeah. and move." Yeah. Um, but someone, someone on the four channel, I got to confirm this. Like Rat Island volcan, volcano erupts because on the west coast of the USA, there's this thing called Rat Island, which they've renamed. Um, Haxalakadakada Island or something because you hey, you got to give it some native name, am I right? Um, Alaska volcano yellow alert. Semiskeponotjochrinkijna eruption fears. No, that's not it. Um, oh, I think someone was talking bullshit. There's there's nothing about Rat Island eruption. Um,
3: it's four Jan. Yeah, Well,
2: yeah, there's there's a lot of um, uh, shilling by... Everything you read on the internet, Albert. By glow-in-the-darks there, but... Right, Island Pacific? Well, anyway, yeah, but a lot of people... I mean, I thought it was quite interesting. I've been watching the Spanish feeds because uh, TV Canarias is doing live streams of of the volcanic eruption and... There's, there's plenty of, oh, there's people spamming legalised marijuana. Okay, that's, that's a good thing to put in the volcanic eruption thing. But there, there's people, I
5: don't I read Spanish, but they're saying harp and I can understand that. Mm. Yeah. Wow, well, you say restart, me and Hemi say they never stopped using it. I don't think they stopped using it, Hobbit. Ah, uh, still
4: there. Like,
0: oh, they've restarted Harp. It's just you know that's a that's a headline that anyone yeah. on four chan's going to catch someone's attention. With. It's like, well they never stopped.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm here. I just got given some bad news.
1: Oh, okay. You're all right, mate.
2: Yeah. Was- good. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll survive. I'll I'll tell you when the show's over. Yeah. Well- yeah. We'll talk about it after the show. Yeah, but no, that's okay. There's no volcanic eruptions near me, or earthquakes, or flooding, so uh, I'll, I'll be I'll survive. It's just not so sure about everybody else. When well, there the was that flooding
1: in Belgium, he said none of your out. family had even heard about heard about it, had they?
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, my, yeah, my cousin knew about it because he literally like he was he was uphill from where it was going on, but it was insane. It was like. I watched this video in the space of three minutes. It goes from a drizzle to an absolute flash flood where cars are being dragged along with with the with the stuff and the reason I say it's it's all engineered is because Well I actually I I was in
1: a I was in a storm like that. Um it was in Leicester. And uh, I was I was doing some work on the outside of a building, and this fucking rain came down. I nearly drowned standing up. That's how hard the fucking rain came down. I've never seen anything like it. It was like sheet rain. My God. Yeah, it's
5: really weird. Mm.
2: Yeah, when I used to do um, deliveries, I always like consistently raining from from uh 7 till about 8 8 at 30 at night and just like yeah it's all those clouds which they, they keep spraying the skies and then the, there's not enough energy to keep those clouds up when the sun goes out so it just rains down and it's like consistently rainy when when i was working i just got used to it you know just had the windows down and and uh well actually no because then the rain gets in just just had the blowers going on hot all the time, and uh, then eventually had the windows down when it stopped raining.
1: How about this one then? Um, Police officers John Collins and Joe Keenan were cruising the streets of Philadelphia in their patrol car on the night of 26th of September, 1950 as they made their way down a quiet side street near Vare Avenue and 26th Street their headlights picked up a strange shimmering object object that seemed to be coming to earth in an open field about half a block ahead of them when they went to investigate their flashlights revealed a domed disc of quivering purple jelly six feet in in diameter one one foot thick near the centre and an inch or two at the edge they had a curious feeling that the thing was alive they turned off their flash License and, and saw it glow with a faint purple light. They then radioed for help. They were soon joined by Sergeant Joe Cook and Patrolman James Cooper. Sergeant Cook suggested they try to pick the thing up, but when Officer Collins attempted to do this, it fell apart in his hands like gelatin. The fragments that stuck to his hands soon evaporated, leaving only a sticky, odourless scum. Within half an hour after Cook and Cooper arrived on the scene, the whole thing had evaporated.
5: Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Weird stuff.
3: Space jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Space
5: gear.
0: Space jizz.
5: Space spunk.
0: Yeah. Alien spunk.
3: Yeah, maybe that's how they like seed planets by throwing this jelly Uh at it.
0: Mm. Well, one of them just stands over the yeah. top of the planet on like the observation deck yeah, and just That,
3: that cop is patient zero. It's like the <laughs> body snatchers. Like he's patient zero. <laughs> fucking, that's how the lizard men get here, you
1: know How about this then? Thousands, thousands of thousand franc notes rained down on Bourges, France in, 19, in 1957. No one claimed the notes or reported any loss the thing, the thing is, though, they'd be able to work out where they were printed, though, when they were printed and stuff like that, wouldn't they, from it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because the serial numbers to say when it was printed and... Don't don't they know where it went to? Can't they pretty much follow the whole trail of where the notes went to?
5: Well, you'd have thought so, wouldn't you? Yeah.
1: Apparently not. Hmm. you uh, now? Uh, do you want to do some unexplained mysteries?
5: Unexplained What's, histories.
2: Was there another story, spooky story to talk about? Just the fact that, hey, well, I, I bet whilst all the eyes are on all the madness going on in the world, like, you know, two, two uh, ships cr- uh, cr- uh, cr- uh, cramming a crashing in, in uh, the Suez Canal in the space of one year. Nobody's paying attention to Antarctica and what's going on there.
3: Oh, is there something actually happening there now?
2: Oh, I bet there is. I just haven't heard anything from it. I'm thinking with all the madness in the world, like Australia and like and uh, the, La Palma and everywhere else, nobody would talk about, like, there's probably something going on in Antarctica right now.
0: People are too busy focusing on that fucking Gabby Potato story. <laughs> oh, but that's just dominating the news. There's nothing is, but is that, that story is, that, is dominating. Don't the don't,
2: news. don't go live in a van because you'll die. Is, that, is that basically it? Yeah. Mm,
0: yeah. Well, I just go. It's it's a simple case of Officer Simp. Because uh, at the end of the day, she turned around on the on the body cam footage. She turned around, said she hit Brian, grabbed the wheel. He had visible marks on his face. And instead of them actually like doing their job and arresting the woman for domestic abuse, taking her in, and she'd still be alive today, they actually coached her into talking herself out of the situation, put him in a motel, put her in the van overnight, and then just, hey, and then magically, like she's turned up dead. Whoa, hey, yo, you
1: know. Uh, does anyone know what Havana Syndrome is? Well, uh,
2: Havana
3: is in Cuba, so I guess it's. Yeah.
2: Uh... Oh yeah, it's the thing where like the the Russians, evil Russians, have been using um, Wi-Fi beams to cause like. Uh, uh, uh americans uh constipation well, a, C- a cia team
1: a cia team has reported havana syndrome so It's um
2: yeah and in, in the i think it was the house of congress or one of the things they they unanimously voted like all of them voted yes no one voted no no one voted abstain um to give like medical compensation to victims of havana syndrome so i'm thinking it's like it might be real but I'm thinking was like oh I've got a headache yeah it's that Havana syndrome give me some money
1: well you and you and Fraser are btf would because Tyrannosaurus Rex wagged its tail when it was running <laughs> or
2: it's just the CIA oh, oh, mate. yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Nah. the Tyrannosaurus Rex yeah. which is totally real yeah <laughs>
1: yeah it did
3: wag its tail if it
1: was real Hemi that's what you've got to need to understand it was, it was real it was and actually... it did wag its tail Uh you seen yeah, it? anyone anyone Have you fight- seen? Anyone
0: who takes evidence and studies that have been conducted by the CIA as uh, gospel. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, look,
3: anyone who believes we, believe
0: in that we definitely didn't cause.
1: Those <laughs> like crazy Russians are at it, at it again. Some Russians found yeah, a rat king.
0: Damn those crazy Russians! It's like they've just they they're bringing up Litvinenko again.
1: Oh, like, do you want to see? The, do you want to see the video? Do you want to see the video of this? year rat king. Yes. You fair. know what a rat king you know what a rat king everyone knows what a rat king is, do they? No, I I don't
3: know idea, do, but
1: let's A rat king, a rat on king one. a rat king is when uh, rat's rat's tails get t- tangled together so they're just like one rat but they're all stuck together.
4: Mm. What the fuck? There
6: we I go. Know, so based
1: Look at his fucking ladder based canal. Uh, down by canal.
6: Поливаю арбуз. Проходя мимо, я
3: заметил Просто не смог
6: не обратить внимание. После того, как мы пустили
0: воду по каналу.
1: Guess what said. We need filling to translate.
0: Someone go get the slav. Вот она. <coughs>
2: He's probably saying Western bourgeoisie did
1: I'm in Russia. I'm in Russia. I'm in Russia. That's not a rat king. That's a fucking mouse king. My
4: potato
1: harvest has been ruined by mice. I'm in Russia. We suffer. That's what we do. (laughs) Even the rats, even the rats suffer in Russia.
2: I cannot make a bash because the rats.
3: Is that a
2: potato
5: patch? I just saw a flower. That's
2: potato,
1: isn't it? Is it potato? It's a rat flower.
2: It's a, it's a
0: rat, it's, it's, uh, is it, is it a rat or a mouse. Oh, look at the tails! Look at the tails! They're all tied
1: tie up. He probably did it himself. You know what Russians are like, don't
4: you?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my communal farm, where I have my my rat harvest is growing in strong. <laughs>
1: I'm growing the rat, <laughs> the rat plant. The rat plant will soon be ready for harvest. <laughs> fucking yanking that rat about?
6: Oh, that fuck fuck look that What
0: the
1: fuck? Uh. So that, now you know what a rat king is. Yes. What little
6: fuckers.
2: Rat king? More like a rat gop, Nick. Am I right?
1: Rat
6: King, more like a rat, rat don't a rat don't
1: am I right? There you go. You know what a rat king is now. Hey,
2: hey um, in, in addition to, uh, in, in addition to the Snopes being done for rape, um, rape. <laughs> it is a is a vice headline. Unpaid fact checkers are getting burned out. From what in the gas chambers from debunking so many Nazis on TikTok, I mean, like the Nazi thing ended in 1945, which was how many years ago? Like, uh, 1995 would be 50 years, 2005 would be 60, 2015 would be 70, so nearly 80 years on from it, and there's still Nazis and they're on TikTok. I mean, I thought TikTok was yeah, from the
3: that, youth. You, that, yeah that's what the, the bell was for, Hobbit, you know. It was to go into the future, so they could like post memes on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen yeah, the
1: uh it. Have you seen the Space Force revealed the new uniform design?
3: Space Force. Oh no. Space Force. <laughs> Space Force. Is, it, is it a onesie? <laughs> uh,
1: it is. Predictably, however, the outfit, which features dark navy button coat and grey trousers, looks quite a lot like the uniform seen in Battlestar Galactica and Star Trek Enterprise. Uh-huh. Well, uh, at least it's not Stargate SG-1. You leave SG-1 alone. Uh,
2: it wasn't that good. Better uh, than Stargate Atlantis.
1: Um, a creature resembling a crocodile. Resembling a crocodile. As you remember that, resembling a crocodile. It might not be a crocodile, but Yorkshire. it resembles one. Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Right. The Yorkies are at it Yorkshire. again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like it's dog off the lead,
1: it? it's crocodile like banned me. The
3: crocodile banned me. The
1: <laughs> <laughs> crocodile bit me. <laughs> Believed to be approximately four foot in length, the mysterious reptile, which has been dubbed the Castleford Croc, has been recently sighted in the back garden of Nurse Sarah Jane Ell- uh, she recalled grabbing her phone and taking a few photographs of the tre- creature but admit uh, but admitted to not spending long watching it as she just finished her night shift and needed to get some sleep yeah i wouldn't
0: um, be surprised if it actually is like a crocodile or an alligator or something
3: can we actually see this thing then not just the fucking
1: uh no she obviously didn't upload she uh, obviously too boomer to upload any of her photos to God anything to like the
0: the illegal animal trade, like, um, the illegal exportation of exotic animals and rare animals is like, yeah. you know, it happens. Our government will not talk about it because well, well, they have their hands in it themselves.
1: Well, they think it's there's a Cayman think they, they th- they've heard, um, it? someone, Ooh. someone said, someone they said there's rumors, someone said there's rumors that a Cayman have been big, set man. loose in the area.
0: Cayman will eat a person.
4: <laughs>
5: Fucking hell.
0: <laughs> They're big enough to eat a person.
3: A crocodile ate me.
4: Oh, a yeah. crocodile up. ate me. <laughs>
1: uh, there's a mystery woman in Croatia who can't recall her own name.
0: I was watching a documentary the other night. You'll have to have a look for it, Henry. it was called um, The Zanesville Massacre. If you've ever heard of it, it was um, no. a guy in Zanesville, Ohio um, was keeping like an exotic it's like a he was like a Joe Exotic kind of character.
1: So it was like, it was like a like placid type affair, then, was it?
0: Sort of. Well, basically, he um, he let the animals out. He let the animals out, and the uh, the local zoo only had four tranquilizer guns, and they were an hour and a half away from the farm, and there were. Over thirty animals loose, yeah. <laughs> most of them apex predators. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, look up the Zane's film massacre. I was watching it last night. I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like
3: Jumanji, or you know, Jumanji came at once. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you, you like, think that's that it was. Department. They were just covering up. It was actually Jumanji. Someone it's the sheriff's is department. That, is it? Did oh, someone someone, end, does, someone does, does in Jumanji? To... Didn't they?
1: Does someone need to do the meme? Juman, Jumanji, expectation and reality. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh dear!
0: Well, Alphabet cat just said. Also, rich people keep exotic animals, and sometimes they escape and Henry uh, Hobbit? Up and Hobbit, up Hobbit did you want to die. do the next yep. one? That
1: Sir Sir Clive, Harry, wasn't it? Sir Clive Sinclair. The Clive Sinclair, a man ahead of his uh, time.
2: Henry. The yeah. what we thought was man ahead of his time. Let's have a look. Unexplained mysteries.
0: About when? Um, they brought in the exotic animals band back in
5: 1972
2: sir clive sinclair man ahead yeah. of his time ah here we go right sir clive sinclair inventor of the uk's first mass market home computer has died at the age of 81 Ah. Oh. don't wobble the ram pack oh. don't you wobble that ram pack <laughs> yep yeah, uh, loads tape to continue yeah, um, well, they used to have afford- the
1: what, what was the what was the first one? Because there was the Sinclair Spectrum, but there, there was one before that, weren't there? The 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 one that was really shit, and you had a ram pack with it, and uh, and apparently it was if, the you wobble, ZX81. if you
0: wobbles,
1: no, it was before. I think is it, is it, no, is there was one. U- before, it, I'm pretty so sure it, there was one before RAM that, weren't there?
2: I I think the Sinclair ZX eighty one was like the first like mass. It was a computer under hundred pounds, and it was a big thing. Yeah. It was like Even though it was a shit computer with a terrible keyboard, it was
4: like...
1: ZX80. Alphabet's got it. ZX80. Don't wobble the RAM pack. Well, anyway, you had to to have a RAM pack with it that you stuck in there. And uh, if you wobbled it, it was game over for everything. It was like, oh, no, it's got a bit (laughs) tricky. Someone's wobbled the RAM pack.
2: Yeah, it it was a terrible connection. But, hey, you know, lessons were learned and things have improved since then. Uh, yeah, site, C- C- RAM, no. yes. How to down- <laughs> how to download RAM?
1: Uh, C- C- the ZX, contribution- was the Zx80 the one with the rubber keys? What was the one with the rubber keys?
2: Uh, the Z- Zx80 and the 81 had rubber membrane keys, and they were terrible. The Sinclair Spectrum was actually fairly decent. That was like the first computer I ever used, and uh, I liked it, um, despite its you know oh, well. limitations. Um, anyway, Sir Clive's contribution to British technology and, by extension, the British economy is beyond dispute. An icon of home computing, he created devices that are enjoyed by millions. Oh
1: right, so you had the ZX eighty, the ZX eighty one. Oh yeah, there's a picture with the RAM pack. I found one. Um, yeah, so you had the ZX eighty and the ZX eighty one, and then I think it was the, it was the Spectrum, wasn't it? Is the is was the great leap forward, wasn't it?
2: Yes, the Spectrum was pretty good, but bear in mind, there those more expensive things like the BBC Micro and the Commodore 64, and then later on came the Amiga, and, and eventually, I mean, the PC was also around at this time, because that came out in 1981, but it wasn't really considered home computing because it was like five grand in
1: 1980s money hobbit hobbit so did, you know, the Z- decide, did yeah. you know the alphabet cats uh i think he's our he's our uh zx i think he's our spectrum nerd he said in the zx80 had one kilobyte without the ram pack <laughs> What's it?
2: it was amazing what you could do with with all that stuff yeah yeah and, the, uh, well the pc the, the, the pc
1: thing, was for business thing, and you couldn't do graphics with it could you
2: yeah, well, it, the businesses. The, the the graphics were basic. I mean, the Amiga was better at graphics. It was better for productivity than the Apple computers at the time. But unfortunately, Amiga just uh, lost out. They nice. they they struggled. But hey, Alphabet, how what was your favourite Spectrum games? Mine was Turbo the Tortoise and Lemmings. And then I remember oh, when Lemmings. I played Le- Lemmings Code on the Master. PC. I was Code like,
1: Masters Stunt Race. Uh, Stunt, is it Stuntman Simulator? That was a decent there was game. Also this
2: there was this vertical shoot 'em up and I cannot for the life of me remember what the the name of it was. Oh, and jetpack was very good. I mean, it, 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 games which ran fast and smooth on the Spectrum were rare. Remember, Scra-
1: scrambles one of your basics that everyone had.
2: But and I, I, uh, yeah the the motocross bikes I, I never played that one. Kickstarter I played Ant Attack as well, but. Um, Anyway, uh yeah, I liked the Spectrum and uh, then I Oh liked shit, the PC. I didn't know Bubble
1: Bubble was on the Spectrum.
2: Yeah, there was quite a surprising the number of conversions done for Spectrum. Um so, uh Sinclair successes uh, <laughs> Well, you, you we were
1: saying about the graphics because they had the weird thing with the graphics, didn't they, where they um they didn't do it like the like the Mega Drive where they created it all, did they? They you had like the background and everything was line drawn, wasn't it?
2: Ah, now I like this paragraph here. These later inventions may have been a business failure, but they were a triumph of the will and imagination. Synco long ago secured his legacy as the father of the home computer, but the time is only now vindicating his other creations. Now at least we have a chance to catch up. So, his earliest contribution to consumer electronics was the Synco Executive, the world's first pocket calculator, which went on sale in 1972. No match for today's calculators, the executive nevertheless established Sinclair as a technological pioneer. He subsequently shifted his attention to VEP a string of genuinely affordable home computers, leading on the launch of the Spectrum ZX80 in 1980. At a time when computers still regarded as an exclusive technology affordable to businesses and the wealthy, Sinclair targeted the mass market with a price tag of less than £100, which is about £440 in today's money. The period of innovation gave rise to the ZX Spectrum, the iconic home computer on which many people of a certain age shot their first pixelated aliens. That device, with its trademark rainbow sash, is still fondly remembered by millions of early computer users, whose parents may have hoped they'd pursue more Explicitly educational experiences on
4: the normal <laughs> device.
5: Yeah.
2: A r- real bait and switch, like, oh, it'll really help with the schoolwork. Proceeds to play Jetpack for 18 hours
4: straight. <laughs> <laughs> think uh-huh. that,
2: the Spectrum's resounding place in history, as primarily games machine, must have rankled, given his well known ambition to get computers to the masses means to expose them to technology. You, well, the problem, Mr. S- 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 Sinclair, is not everybody is as smarty boffin pants as you are. <laughs> so that's why only a few people became like things like Codemasters or Team Seventeen
4: and <laughs>
2: various other like British shout outfits. And but then, like we, we could have had a thriving IT sector in this country, but the investors are like. Uh, I don't understand this. It's not property. Yeah, no, fuck this. And that's why, like, America and Japan, like, took over, and we just became dog shit in terms of technology. Thanks a lot. Anyway, um not bit- watched
0: um, not bitter about that at on graphics all. Cards, Hobbit. I don't want to. Like, the history um, of graphics cards. It's actually it's quite interesting, like, how far they've come, from, like, uh, tiny I mean- little microchips to the big old graphics cards we have today
2: yeah but bear in mind i sort of i've lived through it so i i'm i'm like uh you know i i it's a documentary about stuff like you know i'm you know i wasn't about, like, i wasn't born into it it was kind of like a thing like uh yeah remember
3: when, remember when a gigabyte hard drive was it was like
2: yes i do Yes, yeah. I I actually do remember like 1996. My mum's work yep. computer had a a one gigabyte hard drive. I thought, wow, that's incredible. Oh, what yep. can you do with one gigabyte? And uh, <laughs> so for Sinclair, the Spectrum's resounding, but because the thing is, you'd also supplement with CD. So like you'd install like 50 megabytes in your game, and the rest yep. would be on the CD. Uh, the Spectrum did inspire generation of software designs, including some of the leading lights in the UK games and tech industries. The beauty of these computers was their ability to support all kinds of creativity, including those who wanted to build games. Later in his career, Sinclair was regarded by many to have gone off the boil. He launched an unsuccessful bid to make the ZX81 the official BBC computer, not the Spectrum as many believe.
1: I always wonder why BBC was attached to it. So it was literally the BBC got oh look, look at this computer, it's brilliant.
2: Well, the interesting thing at the time is they are referring to these as microcomputers because there was the idea of the mainframe, which would take up a room, and then the MIDI computer, which is like uh, like an office would use it, and it yeah. takes up like a, what a modern like photocop large photocopier would have taken up. So this yeah. idea of mic- microcomputers, like wow, a computer you can fit onto your desk, uh, that's miniaturisation <laughs> for you. Um, so yeah, uh so the BBC. Imagine micro, going back in B- time
1: and showing them one of those P- you know, like the PCs that's like all in the monitor. You know, like everything all in yeah. one like monitor in and the one. lot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The BBC contract was awarded to Acorn, founded by former Sinclair research employee Chris Curry. Uh put him in the curly. The rivalry between Sinclair and Curry was wonderfully, if apocryphally, retold in BPF BBC, BBC for Micromen. The show was described as mostly true. Is this, like, is this like the, the, the British
1: time. the British version of like um, Bill Gates versus Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty, pretty much. They need to so, do a comedy version of this, don't they? With like uh, Steve Coogan and uh, somebody else. Oh,
2: Steve. Co- I, I actually, I think Steve Coogan was playing Sinclair in, in Micro Man. I'm, I'm, i Was he? Well oh, that, Have
1: you've seen it, then have you? Right. Micro I, yeah
2: it was something I, I did I'm sure I've watched it because it was you know I I, I like the Spectrum I grew up with it and I could never afford the BBC Micro although they did have one in the school I was in but you're limited to how much time you could well, play I ain't glad like the BBC it, I, Micro
1: they had some pretty good games on there
2: the, the Micro was a, the better system, um, no ifs or buts about it, it was, it was far more capable, but it was just it was bloody expensive, so like, only the rich kids and schools had them, I never had one, I just... But anyway, um, so yeah, um, the mockumentary style made tongue-in-cheek references to Sinclair's C5 electric car, launched in 1985 with the promise of delivering a new power and personal transport. The C five. I mean, really, this this sales. dude,
1: this dude was like fifty years ahead of forty years ahead of his time, wasn't he? Like the C five, the C five now would have like, I I think the size of it is probably still a bit scary, but like trying to trying to trying to give a give an electric car to everybody is like something that they're trying to do now. So he, he really was ahead of his time, wasn't he, Sir Clive Sinclair? The
0: fuck is that? well I yeah just the bbc micro what the fuck is that
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes because at a time the bbc was interested in education and thought it would be good to have a, a bbc Microcomputer, which they could do educational programs on i mean imagine imagine a time when the bbc wanted to better the country um
3: imagine
2: yeah uh, the C5 recorded Bismarck's cell blur. Road users nervy navigate mixed traffic from a seat inches above the road. The show references Quantum Leap, Sinclair's abortive attempt to get into business computing, including a parody of Circle Life's exaggerated jumping on the QL Computer's TV advert. MicroMem reflects how some in the media turned on Sinclair after his early computing triumphs, focusing on the subsequent inventions which they quickly deemed to be failures but that perspective fails to recognize the hidden influence Sinclair work continued to have in the latter part of his career the company that won the BBC contract, I think. Do you, th- do you think
1: do you think Clive Sinclair's face just didn't fit? cuz like they do something and th- cuz cause you cause you find some people can do something that's really shit and 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 like uh, and and they leave them alone but then some somebody else will do something that's not shit but it's not that great and then they'll just absolutely fuck the media will just decide oh. to absolutely destroy them for it won't they
2: Alan Sugarstein um, has been yeah. far more successful with his computing products, and the Amstrad computers were a pile of shit. Oh, bass. Well, next cool
1: time, activity. next time, Ian, next time, Ian's on. We have to ask him. He said he's had a go on a C five.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, Ian sort of strikes me as the person who's who's used a Spectrum or he might have been able to afford a Micro growing up. Um, yeah, so, you know, did did you get to play Elite when it was a new game? That that was, but. By the way, Elite Dangerous is a very good game. The sound design on it is like it deserves an Oscar. It's really good. Um, Oh, Chris, Chris Curry
1: did develop the ARM, the the ARM chip, the ARM chip.
2: Yes. Um, um, my dad's met him but that's a story for off the air Uh, the company that won the bbc contract Acon computers limited was itself an offshoot of sinclair's vision innovation it went on under the new name advanced risk machines or arm to create the central processing units that drive most of the devices we use today that's right All, all all your mobile devices your chromebooks and a lot of stuff if it's not a desktop pc it's running an arm processor Uh, Sinclair also possessed startling prescience. Electric vehicles are set to take over our roads in the next decade or two and they will magically run on farts because we don't have nuclear to power them. but Sinclair C5 manufactured in in the mid 1980s started to push towards... Yeah, yeah, as you said... um, ...towards electric cars a decade ago. It wasn't to be. Sinclair was soon out again, this time with Zyck First released in 1992. An electric bike with a top speed of 12 miles an hour, the Zyke, also failed to excite customers. Never heard of the Zyke. Oh, actually, you know, um, it was like a module you could fit onto a bicycle as well. My uncle's got one. Um, It it, it runs on a lead-acid battery, and, yeah, it's just a motor which just pushes the wheel along. It's it's pretty good. I mean, you know, it's, it's like... Uh, I found a picture. I, where, I found a
1: picture of the Sinclair Zyke, I'll stick it up.
2: So, yeah, this invention. Yeah, in addition to the Zyke, he also made like, uh, like a, the Sinclair electric bike add-on, which you could fit onto the rear wheel of your push bike. Uh, the invention also appears to have anticipated future personal transport. Yeah, i have said that bit. Given the proliferation of electric bicycles and scooters on our streets today. Sinclair's Drive was not necessarily to be the best, but Oh be shit, the the Zyke,
1: the Zyke and the C4 C5 are both are both at uh Buley Car Museum.
2: Oh um okay. Um uh, yeah, Sinclair's Drive was not necessarily be the most affordable. That's a business model that many technology companies still emulate. All these inventions bear the hallmarks of products designed to solve everyday problems many sought to place cutting-edge technology into ordinary people's hands. So Clive's true legacy is the lasting impact of those central motivations. Millions of people fondly remember Sinclair's early computers with more than retro nostalgia. They were many people's first chance to experience computer power, delivered by an inventor who valued access over exclusivity. Despite criticism and even derision in the media, Sinclair was never disheartened Points often quoted in his simple advice of don't give up, fuck those kikes in the media. They're not inventors, <laughs> they're just jealous. Wow Sinclair, I'm surprised you managed to get away with saying something like that. But huh. yeah, it's true, the media was just shitting on him, saying like, oh look at him inventing computers, they'll never take on. Don't they understand? How, d- the smart how dare How dare players? he try and
1: try and make life more interesting for the plebs?
2: How dare he try and invent stuff? I mean, yeah. if only invented a vacuum cleaner, I mean, then they'd be licking his arsehole. But yeah. no. Because he because he went ahead and like I've I've got this thing called a computer and like you nineteen I, There you go, I there's a there's 90, a psych,
1: there's a psych and the C five.
2: How do we explain nineteen eighties to people that are born with computers? Imagine a world where computers weren't an everyday thing that everybody had in the house. Imagine like the sort of personality of computer would be the specky twat in in the class a bit of a weirdo it's like well what do you do with a computer and you just like the answer is i do programming on it and it's like what what, what like real world benefits that why not just go out to the pub with your mates and have some fun and the computers in the 1980s they were not they were not every day to uh, f- i mean like there's only problems saying oh well businesses use them or blah 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 but oh, i've got i've got to
1: read up. this uh ian says i had a go on a c5 in minehead also in the we- also the west country someone was hiring him out a lorry drove past but almost died
2: <laughs> oh oh yeah i mean it's
1: uh well you can see it, the size I... of it there can't you
2: You know the thing is, I've always wanted to drive one of those bikes where you sit down in the reclined position, like in the C5. Yeah. And then you steer by leaning left or right. Mm. And the thing is, basically, what I'm asking for is like a more lightweight version of the C5 without the electric motor in it. Mm.
4: Um.
2: So, but basically, I want a bike where, like, you sort of you sat down and you're pushing the pedal. I I don't know, but um, yeah, either either way i i've been like on um on a skateboard before where i was like laying down on it just because i was bored and i tell you what when you when you're like when you're inches from the ground and
5: you're going pretty fast it is scary it is so yeah so yeah sir clive sinclair
2: rest in peace thank you very much for giving me my formative years in playing with computers and uh I know about computers, thanks to you and um i it's too bad that that spectrum could have still been working today if the cat hadn't pissed on it so uh, thanks very much cat <laughs> I don't think you put a license plate on that thing D- D- lizard because it's uh it's not a um yeah
1: but they sold it as in oh well. So it's happened. I'm not allowed to look at unexpl- unexplained mysteries. Haven't I haven't paid the rent. Oh, okay. Um, I, was, I was looking at creepy. Man finds creepy doll boarded up under the stairs, but he won't let me open it.
2: Well, I, I can look at the one that BTFOs Fraser and myself for the, the, uh, the Triceratops Rex.
1: I thought oh, you were going to do the no. fifth. No, I've already done the T-Rex. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Unexplained so mysteries is shit BGFO. the bed. <laughs> shit the bed. It <laughs> we, well, mean,
2: it's still loading on mine. What article did you want?
1: I don't know. Do you want to have a look at the 15th oh. century Vinland map?
2: Yeah. 15th yes. century Vinland map turns out to be a fake. Meh. Researchers at Yale University teams with the Department of Snopes have debunked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> real. It is. just a real thing. Like, it's so did, really yes, debunked.
2: It. <laughs> it, well, the, the Yale mean, uni- real, right? I... I, I <laughs> Basically, whenever someone says debunked, I'm just thinking, eat shit and die. Yeah. The infamous map, which first came to light in 1957, was donated to Yale in the 1960s, where it immediately came under great deal of suspicion and intrigue, alleged to date back to the 15th century, the map depicts Vinlanda Insula, a section of North America's coastline. It also claiming that the region was visited by the Europeans in the 11th century. Well, we've got proof of that. There are Viking longhouses in Newfoundland. And also, uh, even before the Vikings came there, there are Roman coins in the Mississippi, there are Roman forts on the Mississippi, the Ninth Legion went to the Mississippi, and even before then, the Phoenicians were um, exporting Michigan copper, which, like you can, you can do a metallurgical analysis of it, which will tell you exactly what mine a uh, metal comes from. And the, so, Michigan copper, fourth century before Christ, was circulating in the Mediterranean. So, there was, communication was going back and forth between the New World for a long time before Christopher Columbus ever decided to do his. Have fit.
3: you ever heard of something called the Western Roman Empire? Uh,
2: I only know about like uh, Byzantine and West Rome in that sense. So, what no, do you no, mean No, by? no, no,
3: no, 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 no. That was the Roman Empire, right? Yeah. Right, and then the Byzantine Empire as well. Okay, that was the yeah. Western Roman Empire. You ever heard of the Western Roman Empire? No. No. May go to explain why you find Roman uh, artifacts in the Americas.
5: Well, that's why and I heard that...
3: Actual, uh, yeah. Anomalies, yeah.
2: Like, the Ninth Legion were um, stationed in Wales. That's where they recruited their soldiers from. And the uh, the Red Indians describe like, these people... Um, well, they, they even describe the Welsh language and, uh, like, the red hair, red curly hair. And it's yeah. like, well that's not Roman, that's that's Cal, that's that's Cal, and it's like, so the Welsh were on the Mississippi in the, in like, uh, you know, in the century, time of Jesus. Um, But anyway, back to um, Yale University spunking on this map. Um, (laughs) Despite appearing outwardly genuine, the map has been mired in controversy ever since it first appeared. Precious studies have indicated the presence of modern ink on its parchment. Ah. Would the same sort of scrutiny be applied to um, um, Anne Frank's diary with the biro?
4: <laughs> uh, despite
2: being uh, modern ink on its parchment, it wasn't until Yale researchers were able to apply modern tools and techniques as possible to turn once and for all, the entire thing was complete forgery. According to their findings, the titanium compound used in its inks wasn't available until the 1920s. Ugh, found there! The villain may the fake, said eating grin Raymond Clemens of Yale's I am a smug git department also known <laughs> as the Beniki Rare Book and Manuscript Library there is no reasonable doubt here this new analysis put the matter to it hmm There's also strong evidence suggests that everyone in the department are a bunch of wankers with incredibly small penises and that the magnification glasses they use to peer over the maps is actually in fact to look at their willies when they use the microscopically small tweezers to manually stimulate themselves. (laughs) Source at (laughs) Yale.edu. So, fuck that. A woman claims she hasn't slept in over 40 years. This I could believe. (laughs) Ah, I can't get a night's sleep. A woman in China maintains she hasn't needed to close her eyes and go to sleep in over four decades. Do you know that stories like those? Those Indians saying like, "Oh, I haven't eaten in the past forty years." So what yeah, you yeah. do? What I have a cup of coffee in the morning, and then I have like you know some some butter in the coffee, and then for lunch I have some soup. But I haven't
1: eaten. Did you anything, know? Not- did you know naming your child did, but Vladimir Putin is banned in Sweden now? a couple That's in sweden funny. a couple in sweden have been officially banned from naming their newborn baby after the russian leader we've seen a lot of cases of strange names over the years from a couple in indonesia who named their newborn son statistical information communication office to a man who what? got so bored with his existing name that he decided to have it officially changed to bacon double cheeseburger uh you want to go back to Good. statistical information communication office as an indonesian child's yeah, uh, that- name
2: well i remember like the chinese saying that Wait, it exotic, it. Isn't it? <laughs> it's a bit of a malform. i mean what do you call them for short stat or, stat. or index yeah sicko. i'm thinking sicko. like the chinese, sicko.
1: statistical the, the information sicko. communication office sicko,
2: sicko i yeah. i mean like the, the chinese have a rule saying that if you can't write it in moon runes then you can't have it because like a lot of people were naming their kids Adolf hitler and also there was one couple that were banned from naming their son at symbol because there's like well there's nothing in the chinese moon runes for at symbol um but yeah well, I think the one if you're a Swedish couple and you need to name your son Vladimir Putin.
1: Oh, hold on! What about, in- hold on! Hold on! What about this paragraph then? This, this is, this is, this is bleeding into the, um, to the. Uh, I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm not that person. That it's maritime law shit. Even though the Russian leader's name is nothing out of the ordinary, Swedish tax agency Skatavet... ...Skatterverket, which requires couples to report the names of their newborns... newborns, ...has some strict rules when it comes to what is considered acceptable. Mm. So why is the Swedish tax agency deciding what people can call their kids?
2: Because it's Sweden and Sweden's cut. Sweden has a yunter law where nobody is allowed to be different or special so mm. sweet swedish um societal conformity and janta's law is if you're i was being like flattering about it i would describe it as oh it's it's a, a way of saying that nobody should should suffer like everybody's got to help one another but realistic what it means is that there's no exceptionalism allowed in sweden because if you stick out you must be hammered down by everyone that's mediocre um And it just, it leads to an absolute shit society. I mean, imagine a communal laundry because you're not allowed to own your washing machine because if you own a a washing machine but somebody else doesn't own a washing machine, then you're not being a good Swede. And, like, that's why people in Sweden have dirty clothes because they wait up to, like, three months before it's their turn to use the communal washing machine. Sweden also
0: has, like... Sweden Bit also porn has in physical, its library. like, Sharia no-go zones. Oh, uh, well, oh yeah, parts, yeah.
2: Parts of Sweden you do not walk into. Sweden has, like, bestiality and paedophilia in its national archives because, you know... Oh, shit,
1: do you remember... Part of
2: Sweden's culture.
1: Do you remember um, we did that one about that kid that, that signed the Pact with the Devil...
2: N- right, n- no. We oh, wait, chat-
1: wait, this, yeah, did on here or Yeah, did you know? Who, was... Did you know? Did you know that uh, Danielle Hussein had been just been discharged from the Prevent program? <laughs> Another success. Oh.
2: That's that's <laughs> nice. Two Brilliant. two things just briefly. The, the woman's story: she hasn't slept in forty years. They did a brainwave scan on her, so she doesn't go to bed, she doesn't close her eyes, but um, they found the brainwave monitoring. She goes into light and moderate sleep despite. Uh, so it's like she she's technically sleepwalking, she's not conscious for periods. And uh, there's another story called Which Urban Legends Inspired Candyman, which I would be quite interested to read. I think we've already done we've off. already
1: done I think we've already done that one, but you can do it again if you want If you really want a but... Have
2: you have you done it? Because I've just watched all three Candyman films this week and I I wouldn't mind doing it. Like, oh three, out what including the new one. I'll oh, you've been Farewell to the that Flesh.
0: Have I? <laughs> uh, farewell,
1: to to the, the farewell to the flesh is number two, isn't it?
0: We did come to the said, fuck off, Hobbit. How do you believe Moldbug's bizarre lies about Swedish laundry? Oh,
2: because I don't trust anything Moldbug says, and I I, I know people that live in Sweden. I've, I had a mate who thought that London was too uh, conservative, so he moved to Sweden to do his master's in arts and tossing off. Um, and he has to like, wait uh, to use the communal washing machine. Uh, if, you, if you live in an apartment, you don't have your own washing machine. If you live in a house, you might do. But if you can afford a house, you're a rich man.
4: Um,
2: uh, and Tactical Droid said
0: Didn't Sweden have like, a eugenics program which involved euthanizing elderly people?
2: Yeah, they they do and they they up until quite recently were sterilizing people and then they had hey, the uh, You uh,
1: you were a, a lot of bad bad shit but did you know Stalin saved someone's life? Andrea Lang 43 had her life saved by a Russian hamster Stalin. He nipped her on the finger while she was cleaning out his cage. The wound was bad enough to require hospital treatment and tests carried out there revealed she had she had raised factor 8 levels. Uh, which put her at risk of potentially deadly blood clotting disorder. Uh, Did you know Prince Charles has lost his status as owner of, of Britain's oldest working fridge? Uh, a working 1930s Electrolux belonging to a Gloucestershire couple they prefer to remain anonymous has taken the title from Charles's Frigidaire which which was brought from the Castle of May by the Queen Mother in 1954 the new record holder was discovered when local fridge, sta- fridge salesman jo- Jonathan Kerry visited the owners he found it was like to- toot and car, mo- car moon, like all was revealed it was a look of amazement on his face they said
5: Oh, I didn't realise they're making a modern Candyman film. Okay, I, I, I tell you what, there's something to be said about
2: the melody in, in Candyman, and Tony Todd's voice is excellent. And if ever I get to the stage where I can figure out how to do drum and bass, I I will be sampling that film.
1: How about I'm not this then? I'll bet- person
2: to do that, by the way.
1: Matthew Richardson, 45, of Leeds, calls himself the Henge Master after making more than 350 replic- replicas of Stonehenge from food and household objects. The materials he has used to construct his henges include cheese, cheese, spam, and jelly.
0: One told you- the to get a <laughs>
2: I mean we all gotta have a hobby right I mean some of this uh, it's masturbation. Oh some fuck. of Oh I have found
1: but... I have found the fucking story here a quick thinking assistant in a sex shop in Novotuzhanek Russia fo- foiled a robbery with an item from the store's own stock when a masked masked thief pulled a knife on her and demanded the contents of the till she's, she grabbed a massive 18 inch double ended rubber dildo from under the counter and thrashed the robber with it until he fled
0: I knew you were going to say that that. I knew Bice. there would be a fucking dildo somewhere in this story. I just knew it.
1: Oh,
3: <laughs> as dude. soon as
0: you said, as soon as you said a robbery in a sex the shop, sex you shop yeah, I, 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 like, like, yeah, I bet she called that a double ender or something, didn't she? <laughs> so, so
2: in Saints Row Three, you can beat people yeah. to death with a dildo, and in uh, yeah.
0: Vice City, in Vice
1: and, City, if you go, and in Russia, East and in
0: place, Russia,
5: it, it seems. <laughs>
1: Oh, how about this one then, Hobbit? Um yeah, You can have a go at this one. Civil engineer Will Cutbill, 23, took advantage of the lockdown to make a successful attempt on the Guinness World Record for the tallest stack of MM suites. After hundreds of tries over two days, Cutbill managed to stack five of the elliptical suites on top of each other, beating the previous record of four. I'm buzzing, he said. I think six is impossible.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just. just <laughs> uh, 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 okay yeah great but, <laughs>
3: great <I> mean, <laughs> just, contribution <laughs> to human advantage yeah. You know, yeah yeah I, I,
2: it's, it's like a, it's a, like a, kind of, is that going to be in your
3: victory and and uh i want put five m on top of <laughs> each other Mate, there are
0: so many sad fucks in this world with too much <laughs> time
2: just, on their
3: hands. Just imagine how bad
2: journalism's going to be in, like, three decades from now. I mean, they'll oh, put... Man. Uh, well, this is from
1: the 14 Times, so they, they do these weird shit stuff in it.
2: I know, but I'm just thinking, like, the obituary was going to be, Barry Shippease held record for shoving five M&Ms down his japs' eye.
5: They they won't even get the
2: story right. <laughs> oh
4: no. Hate I mean,
1: oh how about
3: I don't this? How about this
1: how about this one then? Do you wanna like hear <laughs> about a typical Trump fan? Uh Matthew Guyette of Greenville, Ohio finally caught G- Jerry Detrick, 70, defecating and urinating on his lawn at 3.15 in the morning on the 30th of (laughs) May. Detrick, who lived a couple of of blocks blocks from Goyette, had been leaving feces accompanied by restaurant napkins as he did use to wipe himself in Goyette's garden for more than 10 years. A self-described Trump man, Detrick, told police who arrested him for littering that he's targeting Guyette and his family because they are Democrats and support
0: Joe Biden. (laughs) <laughs> what it's you doing on my years. yard, boy? <laughs> Fuck you and your Joe Biden, man. Have Wait, fucking this on, guy man. For
3: literally 10 years found fucking shit and yeah. napkins in his garden. He's just thought so, nothing of <laughs> for 10 years he's <laughs> until the police finally caught him. Fucking right? okay, uh,
0: hell. That's a bit of a big dog shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? The, the dogs learn
3: to wipe their asses as well? Holy
0: shit. How yeah. <laughs> oh, the dogs have brought napkins now, huh? <laughs> That's interesting. I'll, I'll not think any more into
3: this. 10 years later.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 10
4: years
1: later. (laughs) How about this one then? A Sussex family targeted by someone splattering their property with explosive diarrhoea finally flushed the culprit out by installing CCTV. For over two years, the family from Hove would wake up several times a week to find the alley behind their house had been used as a toilet. You wake up, there'd be poo as you're leaving the house. Then you'll see a token piece of toilet paper. It's like a calling card, said the owner who wished to remain anonymous i bought flowers as i thought it would stop if it looked nice in the area in fact he just shit on the flowers the frequency of the defecations made the family suspect they were being deliberately targeted after installing cctv they successfully filmed a man defecating in their alley and reported him to police
0: (laughs) we thought if we bought some flowers it'd make the place look nicer so we took shit on the flowers Oh Uh, dear, this fucking... This shit. Oh, that's good. He took pebble-dashing the walls to the next
5: level.
1: Yeah, yeah, really did pebble-dash it, didn't he?
5: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes.
1: Oh, sheriffs planning, This is like typical American news. Sheriffs in Utah have appealed <laughs> to the public to stop hanging hammocks on high voltage electricity pylons. It seems slackers seeking a lounging place with a view have been hanging on their ha- on hammocks on tall pylons in the Utah desert. There are 775,000 kilovolts that run through those power lines. The power can actually jump from the lines and strike somebody, said Lieutenant Courtney Ryan of the Shev- Sheriff's Department.
0: Reminds me of that news article when um, they were telling Americans not to actually shoot live ram- ammunition into the high winds of the hurricane because Americans were actually pulling out their guns and trying to shoot the fucking wind. <laughs>
2: well, it, it is an article. I'm not sure if it's a JDLE one, but I'll read the headline. You decide and maybe it'll just cut, cut there. Rapper gets gold chains implanted into his head.
1: I think I, I think I did this one. Kind of skipped over it on Tuesday, but yeah, you can, you can, you can say it if you want.
2: A Mexican rapper by the name of Dancer, uh Dancer, claims to be the first person to have chains implanted into his skull. Well, what about um, Hellraiser? I think those chains implanted. In the skull. When it comes to accessories, most people are content with getting their ears pierced, but for others, there is practically no limit. What they will pierce or implant into their own bodies. 23 year old Mexican rapper Dancer, for instance, has taken Vince to the extreme by replacing his natural hair with a set of gold chains that he has allegedly had surgically implanted to his head. This is my hair, he said. Hair. Instead, instead,
1: of sh- instead of shampoo, does he have Brasso in his shower, does he?
2: <laughs> oh, I think you use Silvero for gold and brown. Yeah. The first rapper to have gold hair implanted in his history. The (laughs) truth is, I wanted to do something different because my music's not that good, so I need to stand out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My penis is very
2: small. I, I hope not everyone copies me now.
3: I sir. went to Nigeria and my penis got smaller. You know? Oh my
0: god, he has actually got fucking gold. He has actually got chains implanted. So, oh, sir. Dan-
2: Dan- Dancer, which they're just to the short of Sir, has since appeared in a number of videos on TikTok and YouTube showcasing his new metallic locks. It's not clear if the chains really are implanted, nor is it clear what type of metal they're made from, but it's unlikely to be actual gold given how heavy and expensive that would be.
3: Exactly, yeah. Like
1: oh, f- can you imagine that he's like he's like on sh- on, stra- on stage like moshing and so like, the front row just gets splattered with blood and gold don't they?
0: <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine him walking down the street and a bunch of fucking homeless people seeing yeah. them chains hanging out of his head hey O S A, what are you chains you, see, saying, you see you
1: see that picture in the article he's got like gold blocks around his neck as well and yeah
0: I've I've heard of people in London like having their gold teeth pulled out of their face by fucking people that just want their gold teeth because they can sell them.
2: I mean, there's a hook, then it's implanted in my head, and that hook has hooks, and they're all hooked in my skull under my skin.
3: Yeah, it explains
2: in one of his videos.
3: If he starts doing the fucking mosh pit thing, he's going to open up like a white Terry's chocolate orange, isn't he? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I
4: mean, I, I think
2: You'll, you'll probably have, get like age restricted you. Just do that bit of... because it's like <laughs> dancer yeah. in a few years time. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit.
1: Where where is he now? This dancer just with the fucking scabs all over his head. <laughs> here
2: here just we go. Give him longer scars. The, the, the very first comment says, "If legit, hopefully it went similar to Pinhead's creation." <laughs>
1: Oh shit! I've just, I've just found. If you go onto the third page, there's some biaki, um, there's some Bjarke news. I'll, I'll have to say that in a sec. Uh, right, I just wanted to do this one first. New 15 million firm aims to de-extinct the math- mammoth. But they've actually got some mammoth <laughs> sperm. I, I saw it. I saw it on a thing, so they could actually just breed a. Bam- that's what the they...
3: motors are for. That's what. Yeah, the that's what the
1: outboard motors for. <laughs> for the sperm are for, aren't they? Outboard sperm, sperm motor. How do we get yeah. it into the
3: egg? Uh... Like
1: outboard it move, right? <laughs> yeah, but but like I say, they've already got some sperm. I, I saw a documentary; they have some, so they don't need to start fucking trying to make one. Yeah, I'm with well, alpha uh, male on this one.
0: We've, we've, like right. we've made yeah. like six movies. Right? We've made like six movies, and why this is a bad idea?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, cause see, you see, now they're saying extracted and analysed the DNA of a mammoth found in Siberia. They don't need to do that. They have the sperm. I saw the documentary. I saw it on TV. Well, I suppose I am believing something I saw on TV. But so why are they... Uh, Lam expects the company to produce its first elephant mammoth hybrid calves within six years. Well, I saw this at least ten years ago when they found the original yeah. bit. When they found the sperm. Because just... they, cause they yeah, had like a really like, well-preserved one. Yeah,
3: Yeah. this is like Richard Branson promising he'll take you to space.
1: Yeah,
3: but yeah. Never happened. Or never will. <laughs>
4: yes, uh, um, tactical virgin, droid,
0: uh, tactical uh, droid said, even if you have perfect condition mammoth cum, lol.
3: <laughs> That's still it. just
0: half the genotype.
3: Yeah, it'd have to, it's going to be a hybrid. It's not going to be a full... Yeah,
1: realm. but they sh- yeah, should be, yeah, able, they, they should so be well. able to breed it with an elephant, shouldn't they? I suppose it depends how... Uh... Yeah, they de- they do have the sperm. Because cause you can make a viable fetus with a dead sperm, a viable baby with a dead sperm, can't you? But you can't do it with a dead egg. Yeah, apparently. For some reason. Yeah, weird that, isn't it? Science!
0: Yeah. Yeah, that is weird.
1: That
3: is really weird. <laughs> wait, so... Uh, wait...
5: Science, bitch.
1: Uh, one, one Australian right. man I think it's, it's is that it? I think Abiyaki yeah. is this one One Australian right. man is absolutely convinced That the Yowie, Australia's answer to Bigfoot Is the real deal Although encounters with large bipedal hominids Are mostly associated with North America and the Himalayas Stories of such crit- yeah, Blah 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 um, for, for years Yowie hunter Jason Heel Has been scouring the wilderness around Perth In search of evidence that could prove once mm-hmm. and for all That this elusive hominid actually exists Co-founder of the Yowie Research Group, he and his colleagues have amassed a large collection of sightings, reports, photographs and audio recordings captured in the country's huge national parks. He also claims to have witnessed Yowies with his own eyes. I recently saw Yowies running at superhuman speeds north of Bullsbrook. That sounds a bit like bullshit to me, but I'm not saying. Uh, he said, I believe there's a population of Yowies around the outer suburbs, including Mundaring, Serpentine Dam and Lake Gang. Langara. I think they go to Pockets of brush Near people And use Sorry Pockets of bush Near people And use bush corridors Because they're moving In the early hours Of the morning They're incredibly quick People have never seen them uh, when it comes to concrete physical evidence, however, Heal maintains that these elusive hominids are intelligent enough to conceal anything that might give away their existence. He even pleased some of those who encounter them ended up, end up being their lunch. There are a lot of people who go missing in the bush and the cases remain unsolved and it's usually put down to a homicide, he said, but I think some of these are the work of Riawis. The little
4: buggers.
1: The little buggers. Yeah, we've
0: got our uh, on at some point to talk about that.
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, um, him and Ian are coming on to talk. Uh, Great. Big feet at some point. Uh, Hobbit, do you want to do MIT announces major advance towards fusion? Oh,
2: uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, where is this unexplored Pistries? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think it's page three. I think. That, yeah, they're
0: they're page turn page three. To say that twenty-five
2: like
1: years
2: ahead. <laughs> I mean, it's
0: Maybe great that they're
2: like, still doing work into fusion, but, like, you know, a bit great More people says, like, here's, here's a working thorium reactor, <laughs> um, you know, solid state. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Yeah, we're uh, going to stop talking about it. Guess what? We've done it. Are they developed a superconducting magnet? So, new magnet, which is capable of producing the most powerful magnetic field of this kind of ever, was fired up first time in September the 5th, the 5th of September, providing an impressive field strength for 20 Tesla. I've um, been in a 5 Tesla magnetic field before, and that was very strange. It was, It's an MRI machine, and I was doing a study of autism, and um, when I went into the machine, my sense of gravity was shifted 90 degrees to the left, and I had a metallic taste in my mouth. And they, they said, well, do you want to stop the thing? And I said, no, it's unusual, but I'll get used to it. Let's we'll carry on. Um yeah very weird uh i've been in a 1.5 and a 2 tesla field before and never experienced that um so now um so 20 tesla strength magnetic field that's very strong it's significance how eliza might can do for efforts to use nuclear fusion uh oh, the same process occurs in the sun it, it, it does every article has to like do this can we just like say people reading about fusion know what it is <laughs> um this powerful makes it possible to finally build a fusion device that is capable of producing more energy that's put into it fusion in a lot of ways is the ultimate you know power is available from a green chain in the next step is to produce a device demonstrating demonstrate nuclear fusion known as spark it is scheduled to completion in the next four years channels make a fusion happen are both technical and scientific it is an exhaustible car blah, blah, blah
1: when they say when they say they're going to produce a device demonstrating nuclear fusion does that mean they don't even know if the device will work but it's a theory that the device will work yeah uh,
2: just uh, uh, there's, nothing re- there's nothing really there's nothing
0: really why is it why the... is it
1: these things we read it and then they go yeah well it's nowhere near fucking ready yet
2: is it clickbait mm. yeah it is and I'm disappointed that, that was... you made me click on some clickbait Emmy <laughs> yeah so they turned it
3: on, and what did it do exactly? Like, did did it turn hydrogen into helium? What what happened? What did it do? Nothing?
5: No, well, they I haven't turned
0: Hobbit's it... I so disappointed he's actually just Well, he said it turned
3: it on in September. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he has actually, literally, offered himself. What?
1: Have you done, Eddie? <laughs> <laughs> they, basically, they, you know, they they think it'll happen. They think it'll happen, so they're going to make the device. Is basically where they are. That's
0: literally. Wait, no, the, no, no, look, look that's the did, science yeah, it's of the fusion. Of
4: September.
0: That's the science of fusion since they started the theory of fusion. Like, if we build it, it'll work. We'll fucking build it then. Shut up. Oh, look,
5: <laughs> yeah. he
3: said it was it was fired up for the first time on the September the 5th producing oh you found spark then have you like well I'm just saying like what did it do does it just it turned on with no I mean you f-
1: have you found no because no, it, it doesn't say about oh yeah, yeah. it does that.
3: it's said the very first paragraph
1: like, oh shit no 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 what they no what they're saying is that it's the magnet is going to go into the th- into the thing so they've created the magnet oh. that can do the thing right. Right. But they think, okay, so what? in so in theory, they've so got really the magnet, magnets, but they haven't done the actual bit. Yeah.
0: Right. They've so... recreated the magne- magnetic field around the sun, but that's literally it. Yeah. Like, well done. Ooh. Come back to me when you've actually worked out fusion. It's been 70 years now. I'm starting. So, what, to start. so what they're saying,
1: what they're saying is the <laughs> magnet. The magnet is the first. It's the first bit towards creating the thing. Don't in worry, journey.
0: guys. We're only thirty years
3: away. Right. So they've got. So we don't need to work on the magnet part anymore. Oh. What part do we need to do? Turning the hydrogen into helium.
1: The magic bit. The question mark. Question mark. It's fusion.
4: <laughs> that's a,
3: that's the <laughs>
1: bit. <laughs> magnet. Question mark. Question mark. Fusion. I think that's how it works.
3: Uh, win. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> fusion power takes energy to make a magnetic flux. If you do it well enough, it makes more energy than you put in. Like a fire, <laughs> it takes heat it goes You can burn really hot things like coal. What? Well, um, yeah,
5: yeah.
2: yeah. So, like, because tactical joy was saying, I never understood the nuclear fusion stuff. Does nuclear fusion not consume energy rather than give out energy? And uh, yeah, it, it takes it takes energy to get it going. But once you get it going, and if you can keep it going, that's the trick. Because so many of these fusion experiences, yeah, we've got a new record of fusion. All right, how long did you do it for? Five milliseconds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Blink and it's over. So so is that enough time to boil a kettle of water? No. No, So does (laughs) nuclear
3: fusion happen one atom at a time or does it happen all at once? If you put the Um, hydrogen in it
2: can it can happen like you can have multiple fusion things happening at the same time. So like Right. If you imagine that the magnetic flux, it's like a donut or a torus shape, as yeah, they yeah. call it. Field,
4: yeah, so
2: So um, at the edges of the field, where you've got the biggest concentration of magnetic flux lines, it, imagine you just got like a, a stream of of uh, uh, molecules, molecules, atoms pushing together to form molecules, and then, but they're not forming molecules; they're forming bigger atoms. That's the fusion process, and and uh, I remember talking with a guy from um, the Jet Propulsion Laboratory because at the time they were doing ITER, which I'm because even back then, the, the, the sort of the thing about ITER, and this was back in the 1990s, they're saying that, ah, well, if we were able to make it this size, it would produce more power than what it takes to go in. Um, they, so they're always, they're always trying to s- sell it. Uh, it sounds a bit like a timeshare, f- frankly, but I mean, yeah, it's a concept and we know it works, it's just like, I, I really wish that all this like time and effort spent in fusion research like we did with Forium and we had cheap abundant energy already and just accept that the nuclear waste is containable, you can put it in glass beads and it'll have a half-life of 40 years, yeah. but guess what? You don't have much radioactive waste when you're not trying to build bombs. If you actually do a solid state reactor, it lasts for forty, yeah. thirty or forty years. Yeah, and right. The, material the more weight it it is spent ra- when you're yeah. making weapons. Well, yeah, because if you're trying to enrich uranium, you're 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 sifting apart a lot of stuff that's still radioactive, but not weapons grade. Yep. Um, so a lot of uh, money and research uh, was done by governments into making bombs, and then they're just like, well, as a PR thing, we'll spin it off and. Uh, they always called military technology, like when it benefits us, they call it a spin-off. Um, we'll spin it off as saying that, hey, we can do cheap, abundant energy. Um, but if they were really concerned about it, they, they would do uh, uh, solid-state molten salt reactors and uh, just say, like, right, it lasts 40 years, and then it turns into a solid block of uh, slag, and then yeah. you bury it.
0: Well, like what what annoys me is that like, half these idiots that d- decry against the, uh, nuclear power stations, they they can only point to a couple of instances where shit's actually hit the fan. Like you've got Chernobyl, Fukushima, three Yeah, but Island, yeah, but, yeah, but they are hit.
1: they are they are kind of like plane crashes. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't get as many fuck ups, but when you do, it's uh, it's pretty devastating, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but That's I think
0: I think like plane crashes, it, it helps when these things happen because it pushes innovation
2: in the right direction. But the crazy thing about planes is that despite all the moving parts and the stresses and tolerances required mm-hmm. with those things, they are the safest form of transport, and yet people will have... Irrational. The fears are irrational. That fears, oh, yeah. I, I I never fly in the plane because you. Know, well, it's it's not it's not, ira- it's
1: not irrational because if your plane's going to fuck up, you're dead. It's pretty yeah, much as simple easy. as that. That's the thing. It's not really. It's not it's an ir- irrational fear. Yeah. It it, it, it well, is ir- it is kind think of. Think I, I it get, it I, ra- get ra- I get your point. I get your point. It's kind of irrational, but it's not really it's because irrational if, because it,
2: if speaking speak. No I I know human beings aren't statistical animals but yeah. when you're like a high functioning spurg like myself you are and you, you'd never sort of think twice about the bus or or, or car or even train journey to the I plane. I,
3: I think cars are a death trap as well. Yeah, yeah
2: it's statistically more likely. You're, a you're, on, you're on the spectrum as well, aren't you? So <laughs>
1: yeah, but the thing, <laughs> is, know, the but thing is, the thing is, Hobbit. Statistics. If you if you have a if you have a ding in if you have a ding in the bus, everyone gets out of the bus and they send a new bus for you. If you have a ding yeah. in a plane, it's pretty much ninety nine percent chance of death, isn't it? That's the thing.
2: Well, not not. Not if you're in China or Russia. I mean if it's a ding in the bus there it's gonna flip over and explode and there's gonna be like <laughs> bits depends. of children's giblets all in shop windows and everything.
0: It, it like it depends what you say in a ding. Like planes can survive a fair amount of damage and still land with all the Yeah, like what about that story
2: we did about that bloke, you know, the one who was like flapping outside and they were holding on to him, not because they thought he was alive, but because, well, if we let him go, he might fall into the engine right, and we've yeah. lost an engine.
3: Shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was 1980s in England. Like the, the, oh, that was it. The window blew out because somebody was using a, a bolt with a slightly different thread. And then people was like, we really should do something about standardizing these fittings. Yeah.
1: I'm su- I'm surprised you don't watch Air Crash Investigation. I think your autism would be fucking. We do. We do. It'd be fueled. It'd be oh, fueled.
0: It, the, the thing is, heavy The thing the is, Hemi, Air Crash Investigation always picks the worst case scenarios. Yeah. It doesn't pick the ones where people have survived. Like yeah, like it, like out. English says
1: in the chat. Yeah, you can die in a bus, but it's not going to plummet to the ground. <laughs> Twenty thousand feet, is it?
2: Yeah. Uh. It- I mean, okay, so I, I can I can sympathise with irrational fears. I don't like the Channel Tunnel because it's. Well, like, I know what I this... know what you
1: mean. I, I know what you mean, Hobbit. The thing is, it, it's it's irrational in the fact that statistically it's not going to happen. But the thing is, if statistically something happens, it's hundred percent chance of death. So it is... is I, I get what you mean. It is it, it is and well, it isn't irrational yeah. at the same time. We're, we're
2: not we're not we're rational right creatures, it, yeah. are we? Because I mean, if we were and we believed in statistics, nobody would play the. National lottery because they're like yeah I'm yeah. not chugging
3: my money
2: away. No, if if you die in a plane crash, it's going to be hella quick.
5: <laughs>
3: well, here's the thing, Hobbit. You if a the national lottery was, if you pick the right numbers, you get sent into fucking orbit or something. Yeah. No, <laughs>
5: mm.
2: The um, uh, like uh, uh the, the like, see so the child side. Yeah, no, um. What's his name? Michael Crichton, whose name, when I see it written down, looks like Christian to me. Uh, he's done. His books are great with all the uh, bibliography at the end. They are thoroughly well-researched bits of fiction. And he did this great story about industrial sabotage of an aircraft prototype. And it just... I mean, when I was reading it, it was just like, is this plane real? And it's like, no, Boeing and Airbus are real companies and Cessna, but... This, this company's not real because it was absolutely brilliant because the thing I was, I was reading about it and it was just like, it's like, oh, and they based it on this like investigative procedure and that investigative procedure. So if you want to know about like the flight aviation authority and, and it's like, it, it's brilliant. Like the systematic, logical way they go through problem solving and making sure these things are foolproof. It's why, like the nineteen eighties thing, where that guy's the cockpit blew out and he got sucked out, um, is like doesn't happen anymore. The thing with the Concorde, I suspect, was industrial sabotage because neither France nor England wanted to carry on running it. It was more expensive than what it was, so uh, they they said, "Oh, we sorry, we can't run it anymore. It's too dangerous, isn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah, got got to stop it now. Yeah, it's not that. It's a lost lead or anything." Oh, Uno says
2: that um, uh, humans are perfect energy producers and the skeleton cannot support the body mass, so what stops us from splodging on the floor? We have a generator. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm. Humans, I mean, th- there's various ways we can measure the, the heat, uh, the the power your human body can produce i mean you can go on an exercise bike and you the generator can do it and i i know that in bursts i can like do 300 watts sustained i could do 100 watts the human body gives off 100 watts of heat normally um and if you've got a fever it's probably giving off a bit more um uh but in terms of other energy i mean the people talk about kundalini and stuff like that but it's half past nine, guys. Do we want to carry on doing this? Uh, I think we we're done. done? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a great thing. Do it in Fortien Words chat on terroristgram. You just go t.me yeah. slash Words. Yeah. Written just like how our title is.
1: Yeah. Um, and then go All away, right. everybody. Stay spooky. Yeah.
2: Go away now.